93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Tuesday, September 10th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, last week, an employee of DHY Motorsports was testing out repaired jet skis when he found what he believes is dumped medical waste, including a syringe and a vial of blood. The waste was found in West Deptford near the shoreline at Rivergate Boat Ramp in National Park. The employee took photos of the vial and syringe and shared them to the Divers Against Marine Pollution Facebook page, which is run by a 13-year-old girl, Zoe DeAngelis, who is an avid diver and uh, budding environmentalist. She shared the photos of the discarded medical waste on her page along with a call to action. Uh, She says so many people like to bring their kids and dogs here and run around and play, but they can't uh, because of all of the trash. Now DeAngelis and her mom plan to confront the township to clean the biohazards from the shoreline. They also plan to organize their own trash pickup, clearing out which items are safe to touch. The New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection said it's been notified of the photos of the medical waste in the Delaware River, but cannot confirm where it came from or if there was an issue of so nobody knows where this medical waste came from. I think hmm. if you're going to dump syringes into the water, you should label what was in them, you know, just so people know. Gross. I know you Did want you to start it? diving like a, the area, pressed. A full vial of blood. Like, oh, my oh. God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, so, it, you know, when I hear hypodermics, I was saying, okay, maybe it's junkies yeah. or something like that. But, yeah, but why would you be carrying around blood? Yeah. That sounds like medical waste for sure. Jeez. For sure. Yeah. yeah, so as of now, they don't know where it came from. Wow. Officials in Haverford Township voted Monday night to reinstate the Bonaire Fire Company after the department agreed to accept the resignation of a volunteer fireman. Last month, township officials learned that a volunteer fireman tried to join the Proud Boys, an organization of Southern Poverty Law Center has recognized as a hate group. Officials also learned the fireman went through part of the initiation process before distancing himself from the group. The volunteer admitted this is a, uh, admitted this to township officials, but the fire company's board saw no reason to accept his resignation. Haverford Township Board Commissioner and Vice President Larry Holmes said the volunteer, whose sources have identified but have not been named by the township, understood the township's policy and tended his resignation. But the fire company's board rejected the resignation, sparking the commissioners to shut down the company completely. On Monday, the board accepted the resignation and agreed to part ways with the volunteer firemen. During the meeting on Monday night, township officials voted to reinstate the fire company. Police officers used a taser to subdue a suspect accused of vandalizing 10 vehicles while naked on a northeast Philadelphia block. There you Uh go. Police confirmed the 43-year-old man was under the influence of narcotics. It oh. happened at 9.30 Monday night in the area of the 2300 block of Tremont Street. Windshields were shattered and smashed. Car windows uh, were demolished and side mirrors were knocked to the ground. A witness who lives nearby left notes taped to the cars. One read, a naked man, probably on drugs, did this to your car last night at 9.30. Call police for a report. Officers responded to the scene and found the suspect. The man was taken to Nazareth, uh, Nazareth Hospital. He will be questioned following his treatment. No Officers were injured while apprehending the suspect. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. Eagles defensive tackle Malik Jackson suffered a significant foot injury during Sunday's season opener that is going to require some time to heal, according to head coach Doug Peterson. The Eagles are still awaiting test results to determine if Jackson needs surgery, so Peterson couldn't say whether or not Jackson has a chance to return this season. 
The Eagles signed the 29-year-old former Pro Bowler to the starter to the to the starter next to Fletcher Cox. Up next for the Eagles is a game in Atlanta against the Falcons on Sunday night. Last night, Monday Night Football, the Saints beat the Houston Texans 30 to 28 in New Orleans. Will Lutz made a 58-yard field goal wow. as time expired, and the Saints won in a game that had three scoring plays in the final minutes. And out west, Derek Carr threw a touchdown pass on the opening drive of the season. Rookie Josh Jacobs ran for two scores, and the Raiders beat the Denver Broncos 24 to 16. And the Phillies lost to the Braves last night in South Philly. Josh Donaldson and Ronald Acuna Jr. hit home runs, uh, and National League East leading Atlanta won 7 to 2. The series continues tonight, and Max Fried gets the start for Atlanta. Jason Vargas will pitch for the Phillies. Game time is at 7:05, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy, and thank you, dear friend, for joining us this morning. On a Tuesday, and uh, what do we got going on today? Well, it's Tuesday, like I said. We got a tattoo to give away, courtesy of World Phil- uh, World Famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. And it's a Preston Steve tattoo of your choice. You get to choose the design. We just have to be included in there somehow or another. Can you believe we're still this many years yeah. later doing Preston and Steve tattoos? <laughs> I th- thought maybe one or two people initially would be into this. I uh, was in my local Wawa the other day. There's a guy that works there, Joe, who uh, was telling me about... He was, I forgot where he said he was. He was on a train or something like that, and he saw a guy... On, and he looked down, he saw on the guy's uh, leg, he saw a monkey pick-ass tattoo. Oh, man. And that had to have been one of the first ones. 2006? Yeah, somewhere in that range. Yeah. And, uh, and he pointed it out to the guy, and he was like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah I got that. Uh, so the, the, the pride the pride had diminished. <laughs> well, I don't know if he indicated that, but yeah. maybe he was tired of people pointing it out. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, it's been going on for a long time. It is crazy. So why not get on board and text the word tattoo to 39333, and you just might win a tattoo from the Preston and Steve Show in Philadelphia. It's a $350 gift card. Nice. And then you will go to the shop in South Philadelphia and get it done. They have some of the best tattoo artists you're going to find anywhere uh, so make sure that you do that, all right, at some point this morning. Uh, let's see what we have going on. Don't forget about our Word of the Week prize. I want to remind you about this because the new tool record is just, it's on fire. It's number one in the country. Amazing. Uh, the shows sell out left and right, and we have a pair of tickets to both local tool, tool shows. Wells Fargo Center, November 18th. That is sold out. And the Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City show Friday, November 22nd. There are some tickets that remain for that one, a limited amount, but... We're going to give you a pair of tickets to each one of those, so stick with us to the end of the show today for the Letter of the Day, Word of the Week prize. We are heading towards the death rattle of this year's Back to School A to Z. Yeah. We are in the W's. We are in a series of welcome songs, and we will get the very last of the welcome songs this morning. There's two more. There's yeah. two more left? Yeah, on the bottom of this page before this. is the, Oh, is the that's where one. we're starting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, of course. Of course. Of course. All right, so, uh, but we have a couple of really, really good ones. One of them has got some uh, some definite meat to it as far as uh, the amount of time in the song. We've avoided this year uh, on the morning show of getting, like, you know, those 10-minute long yes. songs. Sometimes it happens. You know, they, they kind of just depends on where it starts and where the, the A to Z goes. And, and every now and then over the years, we've had like, you know, a 10 or 8 minute long song. We had a, we got a chunky one coming up in a bit in the welcomes. But we'll take a trip through the W's this morning together. Uh, don't miss out on the exciting conclusion of this, which will happen at some point today, I think. Right. It's hard to say. I've got one, two, way. three more full pages 
And the pages, I'd have to count how many uh, songs are in each one, but there's a ton of songs in each one. But nonetheless, we're getting near the end, so make sure you stick with us. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. got a big stack of entertainment stories to run by you, a stupid question with some giveaways, and we'll also have your opportunities to get on board for the Zeta Ada Pie Party yeah. coming up on the 19th at Harris. It is Kathy's Bitch Box Part 3. So, ladies, get ready to win those tickets. We'll tell you when to call in. Be back in just a moment. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Really going to challenge you this morning with the stupid question. Oh, really? I like this. I'm I'm most curious to see if Nick Murphy would know the answer to this oh. because he is our resident. I mean, we all know a thing or two about Star Wars, but Nick Murphy is yeah. super duper immersed into it. So we're going to give away, by the way, a pair of uh, sweet tickets to the 100th uh, race at Dover International Speedway on October 6th. So here's the question for you. The original Star Wars movie, New Hope. Was rated G initially before they added certain things to bump the rating up to PG. What was it they added that ended up giving it a PG rating? This is a tough question. Uh, and I wonder, He doesn't know. It may take some time. He doesn't know? No, he's shaking his head. It may take some time before we get an answer, but I'm curious, and, and we'll take that time. Yeah. Let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WNMR. It didn't. There's no beaver shots. I mean, there's a Wookie. Yeah, it was a walking beaver. He's basically, probably got yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> something hanging out. We can't even see a walking vagina. But uh, but I'm curious as to what you think. And once you hear the answer, you go, oh yeah, and, all right. And uh, let's right. see if you know. All right. So I'll go through some birthdays today. Tuesday, September 10th. Uh, and we'll start with some musical birthdays. Joe Perry of Aerosmith, 69 years old today. We they're, were talking about Aerosmith yesterday. They're extending their Vegas residency yeah, a little yeah. bit, so that's part of why. Huh. Joe Perry, one of the worst interviews uh, we've done oh, here. Yeah. He was just terrible. That's he why just, I'm surprised he got that job with Audible, Preston, reading books yeah. <laughs> It just seems weird. He just didn't. He's he didn't have much to say. I've interviewed him a few times over the years, and he's not a very dynamic guy as he's, far as interviews. He's great go. where he needs to be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a wonderful guitar player, and uh, you know, obviously perfect for that band. But he's just not much of a linguist. Uh, but he turns uh, sixty nine years <laughs> I old. I would say that. Yeah, yeah. Joe Perry. Uh, let's see who else we have. Mikey Way, bassist for My Chemical Romance. And I like that band. He's 39. I do as well. Yeah. They're a band that I don't think about that often. But no. When, when I hear a song, I'm like, this is a good song, you know, yeah. so. And does uh, Mikey Way, who, who's the other way? Gerard Way is who I'm uh, thinking. Baby, I Love yeah. Your Way. Yeah, and Baby, I Love Your Way. Yeah, Milky yeah. Way. And Milky Way <laughs> and uh, the Great White Way. The great, yeah, all the way. The, the so entire many, Way family. So many great They're ways. Like the Wayans. Yeah. Uh, but Mikey Way turns uh, 39 years old today, so happy birthday, Mikey. Uh, Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> it's also Ryan Philippi's birthday today. Uh, and he is from Delaware, right? He is yeah. from Delaware, yeah. formerly married to Reese Witherspoon. They have a, a daughter who looks exactly like Reese Witherspoon. She's gorgeous. Wow. And uh, he, he's, you know, he will always be enshrined as a cast member of MacGruber. <laughs> and and very funny in MacGruber. 
He's a good-looking fella. He from is, man. Newcastle, Delaware. Uh, movies like uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer and Cruel Intentions. Uh, he is, uh, oh, and The Lincoln Lawyer. The Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's uh, 45 today. Guy Ritchie turns 51 oh, today. Oh, man. He was the one who directed Aladdin, and I'm here to tell you guys. Yeah, you said it was. It's terrible. It's terrible. I'm so bummed. Yeah. Kathy, I, there's nobody more bummed than me because I was really, really looking forward to it. And, and and the thing is, like, Will Smith as the genie is the least of the problems. Like, it, it was really. It, it was, I thought he'd be the big liability. Yeah, it was a liability. Was he funny? No, he was just serviceable. <laughs> so um, what was the if he if he wasn't the worst part? What was the worst part? Just the whole look of it. I mean, it looked like it was made for TV. I mean, mm. it really, oh, that's really bad. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, so because production I, was low on it. Huh? And Guy Ritchie's usually pretty dynamic. And uh, I thought the same exact thing. There was, I mean, it wasn't kinetic. Yeah, you know what? Well, I kind of hope maybe this sends a message. If this is indeed the the consensus that uh, that some animated movies just let them stay animated yeah. movies. Yeah, it's okay. Come on. Well, so you know? like for instance, the the opening number, like uh, I gotta keep one jump ahead of the red line. That whole thing, like it it had like no energy to it whatsoever. Hmm. And in the car, and I'm watching. I'm like, well, the cartoon. Well, they're going crazy now with all these live actors because uh, Idris Elba is playing Steamboat Willie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well. but in the cartoon, you know, cartoon. Uh, 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 Aladdin is able to jump around and swing from things yeah, and yeah. sing at the same time. This right. guy was not, you know, it just didn't make sense All in right. this well, actual Critically, thing. it wasn't yeah. It wasn't really that lauded. It did okay. Yeah, yeah. it did okay. Uh, but Guy Ritchie, and we went to his pub when we were in England, by the way. Uh, the Punch Bowl. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Oh, that was yeah. Yeah. Cool place, yeah. yeah. Well, he was, uh, yeah, that's why we, we had, had the owner on. We had the co-owner on, yeah. We were hoping to maybe meet Guy Ritchie, yeah. but it was a really cool pub and restaurant. That's where I actually uh, found in... out what pudding was. <laughs> That's right. You found out what pudding was, and it was in Mayfair, I believe. Uh, so Guy Ritchie is 51 today. Colin Firth. Firth. Uh, yes. Colin Firth birthday today. You are a good actor. Uh, he is 59 years old today. Probably maybe two years or so after the King's Speech won the Oscar. I finally watched it. Yeah. Love it. Now I know why it won the Oscar. It's oh, a tremendous really? movie. I absolutely. Tremendous. Love that film. Yes. Uh, it is so well done. And uh, Colin Firth is a, uh, he's a thistle sifter. He's I'm a thistle sifter. Yes. I have a sieve of sifted thistle. <laughs> Play the whole thing. That's a good question. Why that, It okay. cut off for yeah. some reason. I'm a thistle sifter. I have a sieve of sifted thistles and a sieve of unsifted thistles because I'm a thistle sifter. Yeah, that's one of the... Tongue twisters that uh, he tries to get him to do so the king can stop stuttering. Stuttering. And the uh, History Channel did a great uh, documentary when that movie came out. The extended story on each side of it chronologically. There's a lot more that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kingsman also. Oh, my God. Phenomenal in that. Uh, So he's uh, 59 years old today. Oh, Man, I meant to ask you. Do you see this birthday here, Casey? Uh, yeah, let me grab Do we that have that you. remix of that? You remember? Oh, I'll check. I'll check. See if you have that. I'll, I'll double back to that. You guys will like this. Uh, Chris Columbus, the director, did the first two Harry Potter movies. So uh, he also directed Home Alone and uh, directed uh, The Babysitter. Babysitter's Club or With the Adventures in Babysitting? Adventures in Babysitting. Okay. So he was, he was a John Hughes... Um, disciple. Oh man! I was just watching. Actually, I watched this YouTube channel, which is a bunch of uh, special effects artists and stuntmen who comment on different films, mm-hmm. and they took the uh, the scenes in Home Alone that were 
you know, the the kid getting the one up on all the uh, on the wet bandage. On the wet bandage, yeah. But like when the paint can swings into the face, blood sprays up. Oh. Uh, when the blowtorch <laughs> comes down on Pesci's head, it causes his like eyeballs to explode. <laughs> yes. It's great. I'll send you the link. Oh, I want to see that. They love the movie, but they said, you know what this would really do? Sure. <laughs> Kill people. Uh, so it, when when he's when Macaulay Culkin shoots uh, Daniel Stern when he's coming through the dog door, yeah, <laughs> it just blows. Up. Oh, that's great. Preston, he did two of your favorites. He did Mrs. Doubtfire and Rent. Oh man, yeah, he's the director on nice. both of those movies. He's, uh, he's an accomplished director. He's sixty-one today. Uh, Major League pitcher Randy Johnson, the big unit, uh, <laughs> turns fifty-six years old. But a guy in the, our fraternity who kind of looked like him, and he was much smaller and weaker, so he was the little unit. The little unit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, it would be horrible to yeah. be stuck with that name. Yeah. Little unit. Yeah, I'm a little unit. Uh-huh. Uh, Philip Barker Hall, Baker Hall. Man, has that guy been in everything. Uh, he's 88 years old in Boogie Nights, uh, Magnolia. Remember, he plays the game show host. Everything. Bruce oh, Almighty, yeah. he was the, uh, the the station manager. And you just go, I looked up IMDb just to take a trip to, yeah. he was, he's been in just Tons and tons, whether they've been smaller roles or major uh, parts of the film, he's just been in loads and loads. He also played the, uh, just most recently, he was the neighbor on Modern Family. Do you remember that one? I, I did. Yeah, I yeah. saw it in the IMDb, but I did not see those yeah, episodes. Very funny. Yeah, he's, uh, and I guess he was the library cop on Seinfeld. On Seinfeld, well. yeah. yeah. Uh, so he is uh, 88 years old today. And do we have the, we have the remix? We haven't heard this in a long time. This is another birthday boy Five, today. Four, three. There's no, there's no words on tomorrow. It's Bill O'Reilly's birthday. Because hey, 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 hey. I've never seen that. Thing sucks. There's no words there. There's no, there's no words on tomorrow. We'll do it live. Because I've never seen that. Thing sucks. There's no words there. I don't know. Words on There's it. no words. You know what kills me about that whole clip uh, and the extended clip is that he has this big meltdown. And he's on an entertainment show. He's reporting mm-hmm. about entertainment news. And the, the outro, the script says, while Sting plays us out. Sure. You're all that time in the industry and you've never heard the, pra- the, the phrase, plays us out. And that's what he has his meltdown over. Yeah. Though we wouldn't have this if he didn't. But he would, I know, I know, it's great. Yeah, he, you know, they could have written, you know, and now here's some music from Sting, but, you know, he, they just figured he'd wing it. Right! He'd just throw it to Sting. He's a professional. And he tried to do it a couple times, he got a little flustered, <laughs> and he just, he'd had it. And the best part, as you've said before, yeah. Steve, is he's wearing an earpiece <laughs> that's connected to a jack on the desk. And he's done with it, and he stands up, and it yanks his head back down. It's, it's one of my favorites. Well, do it live! F*** it! I love when his hair bobs when oh, he yeah. does that, like, as he slams oh, he it. Says, yeah. we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it live! F*** it! <laughs> Jackie Bam Bam makes good use of that clip quite regularly on his show as well. So, uh, 70 years old. Oh, wow. Bill O'Reilly. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. The original Star Wars movie, A New Hope, was originally rated G, but they had added certain things to bump up the ratings to PG. What did they add, according to lore? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Sean, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. You're good, buddy. Do me a favor. Tell me what they added to make the film PG. Was it that one shot of Luke's on and uncle all burnt up and stuff? Yeah, it's their the burning skeletons. They're burning wow. corpses. Wow. 
of Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Because I remember, you know, as a kid, seeing that movie, that was the one really, I was like, oh. I mean, that made it kind of graphic that they weren't just shooting lasers. and No, you know, it, I mean, like, people it made were, it serious. People were being killed. Yeah, yeah. And, bing, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was there was the one kind of like, whoa, moment in the movie. Uh, so you are correct. Other than that, it was going to be rated G, and they wanted to give it a little bit more weight to it. So they added the burning corpses. You're kidding me. Yes, I am kidding you. Okay. <laughs> this, right. this is a joke. Nick found a, a, do you remember the original Star Wars figurines packaging? Yes, yeah, yeah. They, they would come in there and it shows Aunt and Aunt Brew incinerated. Skeletons. I'm like, seriously, man? For a while on no, Instagram, I was doing, I took that picture and did it over and over again with different dialogue. <laughs> with him returning and like, hey guys, what's up? Yeah, yeah. All right, so, Sean, uh, we have a pair of uh, tickets in the suite for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway, October 6th. And you can help celebrate 50 years at Dover International Speedway. Tickets and info at DoverSpeedway.com. We'll start with this. Dwayne Johnson appeared on the premiere episode of NBC's The Kelly Clarkson Show. <laughs> he appeared in Kevin Hart's Place, who was unable to show up because of that crash that he was in uh, over Labor Day weekend. He was scheduled to be the first guest. How cool of uh, Dwayne Johnson to do this. Yep. So he had surgery on his back after being fractured in three places. Johnson downplayed any major issues. He said, I spoke with Kevin, and he said, I actually refer to him as my son. (laughs) (laughs) And I connected with him today, and you know what? Things uh, These things happen in life, and thankfully, he was strapped in nicely in his car seat. (laughs) Of course. Uh, So to appear on the show... Uh, in his Jumanji co-star uh, co-star's place, uh, Johnson had to leave his honeymoon early. Yeah, so he did that just to cover for him. He said, "I love the guy; he's one of my best friends." And honestly, I mean, thank God it could have been a lot worse. So he's a lucky man, and he knows it too. And I wish him the best and a speedy recovery. And I'm going to see him soon. Is Dan- Danny DeVito is in the next Jumanji? Right? Yes. Isn't that awesome? Danny DeVito and... Donald uh, Glover? Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Yeah, Danny Glover's in it. So uh, I finally saw the trailer for it. Yeah, yeah. And they switch up some of the the personalities who get sucked into the game. There's a couple of the original ones and some new people that are put in there. And yeah, Danny DeVito's one of them and Danny Glover. The first time I saw it, I was like, eh. Then the second time, I was like, well, maybe I like this a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, meanwhile, uh, Johnson is also lashing out at haters on social media, including former co-star Tyrese, who long questioned his ability to successfully spin off the Fast and Furious franchise in Hobbs and Shaw. He posted a screenshot of a Deadline story headline that said, Hobbs and Shaw decks 700 plus million at global box office rocks records for the Fast and Furious franchise. So he captioned that post, Assassins quietly play chess Loud clowns play checkers. Okay. Uh, thank you, audience worldwide, for this incredible sport and uh, support and massive win. Very cool, and we're very grateful for the love, and he added a few hashtags to it. So, uh, Let's see. How about this? Uh, after apparently Chloe and Chloe. Tristan Thompson tried therapy. Oh. After Tristan reportedly cheated on her. Well, this obviously is, a, a, we're talking about the past right now. They're not trying to reconcile correct, presently. Okay. Correct. I'm just, uh, you know, we haven't touched on the family in a while, so. We just don't talk. Uh, Chloe was not interested in getting back together with Tristan, but knew that uh, she'd have to face him at her daughter True's first birthday party. <sighs> so she said in Sunday's season premiere, by the way, of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, all Tristan does is... Uh, Sent ca- he sent countless amounts of flowers, calls, texts, and I just haven't been ready to talk to him because I feel like it's going to turn into a screaming match, and I don't care to scream. 
But I said that I would be willing for the first time to speak to him if there's a therapist in there. So, yeah. I just thought I'd mention it. How does that make you feel? Um, the roast of Alec Baldwin, I saw a clip of Blake Griffin, uh, who dated one of the, who, who was I he? think he was, was with, he, he was with Kendall, I think. He was with Kendall, because I think right. he was with Kendall before Ben Simmons was with Kendall. Yes, that was the case. Dude, he goes to town on the Kardashians. Oh, really? He says, yes. basically, uh, with mm. Caitlyn's post-surgery operation, no one in that family likes white D. Oh, re- wow. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good line. Yeah. Pretty good line. I like it. Uh, speaking of that roast, Ireland Baldwin let her father, Alec, have it at the roast. Uh, there were a lot of celebs there, including Robert De Niro, Caitlyn Jenner, and the few the, the others that you mentioned, Case. Uh, the 23-year-old joked about her mom, Kim Basinger. He, she said, it's not easy being the daughter of an iconic movie star, but I'm not here to talk about my mom and her Oscar. <laughs> Then she uh, seemed to uh, allude to the infamous voicemail that Alec left her in 2007 when he called her a rude little pig. Uh, she said, "wasn't uh, wasn't the he wasn't the kind of dad who would play catch, but he would throw things at me." <laughs> you remember when you first time you heard that that call? Uh, you oh, like, yeah, oh, you evil bastard, so yeah. abusive. Yeah. And this, you thought the, the image of this pudgy little girl yeah. is now, by the way, like six two and a model. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe she was driving him crazy at the yeah. time. Who knows? So when I heard that for the first time, I didn't have children. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and now I do, and I'm like, no, I get it. Yeah, I, I totally, totally get, get it. it. I know, I know. Yeah. It depends on what, how far they push you uh-huh. that something might come out and go, you know what? I can throw that back at you. But we don't know. Uh, Mission Impossible. So she had said Mission Impossible is what I call getting my dad to apologize. Uh, but she accepted a big hug from her father, and it was obviously uh, tongue-in-cheek. He's uh, really good in the last two Mission Impossible movies. Which we encourage you to see, Preston. Uh, yes, I definitely need to do that. Hey, the Dr. Oz show host uh, tells, so Dr. Oz tells people that um, he's uh, frustrated and mad that he <laughs> overlooked signs that his 81-year-old mom, uh, Suna's health was failing. He had uh, lost his father in February and says that, while he noticed that she was struggling to find words and his sisters thought that she was dressing strangely, they didn't put the symptoms together. What, like dementia? Yeah, he said if the right word was you look beautiful today, she would use you look pretty prettier today. He said, I miss those clues. He said Alzheimer's is like a snake in the grass. You don't see it. You only see the effects of it suddenly. And if there's a wind blowing the grass, you don't even notice the grass is moving strangely. It sneaks up on you. It was uh, uh, on the national news last night. It was on NBC News, um, and they talked about how Alzheimer's has affected uh, him and her and her entire family. But uh, she lives in Turkey still. He, yeah. he, he's from Turkish descent, and she still lives abroad. It, it, well, so he's not in constant uh, you know, contact with her. No, but she she it's would just... call him and say, would you like to come over for lunch? And she's eight, oh, eight times yeah. okay. away. All right. Yeah. Uh, so once her sad. health issues became more obviously, she was diagnosed. Now her sisters take care of her uh, in Turkey. That's correct. But he's, you know, he's kind of kicking himself that he didn't pick up on this sooner. But, you know, sometimes it starts off subtly. Uh, other times it, it comes in pretty quickly. There's a commercial that just kills me every time. It's it's sad. I forget on what it usually runs on the news channels, but it's it's a uh, 
A woman who's, you know, uh, the husband discovers the, the car keys. They're in their six, 70s, I guess. Yeah. He discovers the car keys in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. And she, so she's doing little things like yeah, that, yeah. you know. But yeah. you know what? A lot of times you kind of shake it off as like, oh, they're just getting yeah, yeah. older. Like, right. So my aunt is, uh, she does not have Alzheimer's, and she was sitting in the back seat of her car one day, and her husband's <laughs> been dead for years. Oh. And she was like, oh, I guess I have to drive. Right. But, like, you know what I mean? She's not, uh, it was something that we all left. Yeah. So sometimes you're like, you think maybe it's that. They're hey, just getting se- older. And- several years ago, my dad used to start repeating stories, and I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, but several years later, he's fine. fine. I mean, yeah, but I so- think at some point there should be a mandatory roundup on them. <laughs> yeah. Just like <laughs> some sort of island <laughs> facility. This this They're stand- only bringing yeah. us down. Yeah. <laughs> Mandatory round. <laughs> Disease or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. out of deference to their condition. Right. And this way, they never have to worry about their car keys because there's no access to automobiles <laughs> or electricity. The, where, uh, where you're going. Yeah. The Impractical Jokers did a bit one time where they had this senior citizens facility and they had an area called Isolation Island. <laughs> Isolation yeah. Island. You just need a timeout. We're just going to put you over there for a while. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is all about wellness. He tells Vanity Fair that his favorite form of self care is actually sex. Uh, the 38-year-old says, I believe in yeah. I believe in sweat in whatever form. And for me, my best form of self-care is intimacy. That makes me sweat. He gets it on, he man. It he's on. all man. Who's he doing sex on. with? Himself. I, I don't know who he's doing sex with, Casey. Uh, yeah. Well, well, well. He said he was good in Spider-Man, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's good in it. Um, and, uh, yeah. I, is there I, a little broke back element to that? I watched it over the weekend. No, there's no, uh, there's no man-on-man love in that. No? No, not that I, you don't remember? No, no. It's been a no, while since no, Hey, uh, did we want... I can play the uh, the clips of Bam here if you want. Your call. Now. We have a, a, a couple of them, um, you know, or, or whatever yeah. you want. Let's do it here. That's Let's fine. do this yeah. now. So Bam Margera was on Dr. Phil yesterday. He yeah. had reached out a while back. You remember that video on his Instagram account where he's literally saying, Dr. Phil, I need you. Yeah, yeah. so it was after... It was in August. Uh, he was uh, thrown off a commercial flight for allegedly being too intoxicated to fly. He had, uh, denies the claim, but he posted numerous videos... Uh, and was asking for Dr. Phil's help, so Dr. Phil had him in. I did not see the episode. Did you guys watch it? I did watch a lot of the clips of it. Did you watch the whole thing? You know what? I didn't end up watching the entire thing. I watched the beginning of it. All right. Well, let's play some clips from that episode. This is him talking about filming uh, Jackass. Here we go. When you try a skateboard trick, you're supposed to land it and ride away. So, fail. Jackass is a one-take Jake. You're on a roof with a shopping cart, and there's a bush. You can't land that. Right. You're not going to land it. You're going to eat no matter what. So give me a few shots of tequila. All right, I feel pretty numb. Shut, shut me up as some of a bitch, you know? Yeah. So you eat mission accomplished. So you remember the first time, and I listening to that clip, Preston, the first time we met Bam, and I think it was Bam and Ryan, right? Yeah, they came by the studio. Yeah. They came in, the uh, we were on the second floor, they came into the studio and proceeded to dive out the window. Yeah, we had a... Uh, <laughs> We had a like an arborvitae tree. There were those tall, yeah, yeah, thin, yeah. evergreen trees uh, next to the the building, and uh, and Pam goes, "I'm going to go jump off the building." Yeah, and we're like, "Okay, well, let's set up a microphone first <laughs> so we can get out there and caption this." And sure enough, dude, he, he he looks at us, he says something, and he just jumped off into that tree, which kind of helped him on the yeah, way yeah. down. But nobody in their right no. mind would do that. It was no. crazy. Yeah, he but, um also didn't start drinking until later on in life. He was. Yeah, he, that's he was, what he, he was twenty one. Yeah, uh, so, he, so he had been doing jackass for a while without uh, 
the assistance of tequila, as he was saying right. that last Yeah, clip. those CKY videos, they were doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and that was before drugs and alcohol got into his life. You're exactly right. He explains that to be a skateboarder at the level that he was at, you couldn't. And you, you couldn't be able to do that. So, you know. All right, here's a clip about him talking about drinking all day. Here we go. Did you get to a point where you knew you were drinking too much? Yeah. Yeah. Before, it was like a fun party. Like, let's get all messed up and go do some crazy stuff. Then it just became a point to where I felt like so terrible in the morning that I knew if I instantly would crack open a beer, I would feel better. And then if I had another beer, then I'd feel on normal and i'm like well now i feel normal i'll have another one and then have a little buzz on so by the end of the day you're pretty much toasted <laughs> yeah that's that hair of the dog syndrome yeah um, uh and then obviously one of the things they were going to have to cover was ryan dunn dying uh because he and ryan were best friends yeah and god we, almighty remember yeah, that whole remember thing that, yeah that whole thing was was really messed up and uh obviously that affected him Horribly, so here's him talking about that. Ryan Dunn was like a brother to you. Yeah. He died in 2011. Yeah. In a Porsche. Mm-hmm. They say at 130 miles an hour. Police say Dunn's Porsche 911 hit the guardrail, launched into the woods before bursting into flames. After Ryan Dunn died, that really exacerbated the alcohol. He did have blackout drunk periods. He almost uses Ryan's death as a big excuse to behave badly. Uh, you were saying that uh, his opinion of April now is kind of... He, he says he's totally disavowed her. Whoa. Totally disavowed her. Right, I, is I, that, is this, that part of this next clip? I believe it is, yeah. Right, what were you going to say, Case? No, I, <clears throat> this was also filmed... A little while ago, I I, I feel like he's doing better. He's I hope he's, so. He's, he's been I in rehab, so. and we all um, hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the, this, this, it actually aired yesterday, so this is the first we've seen of it. Yeah. yeah. Here's the next clip. Why'd you want to meet me? Because my family is in shambles. I disowned my mom for good. I never want to see her or talk to her again. And Nikki, if she can't get rid of stubborn, then I have to go because I can't deal with it anymore. When it's time to like, you know, I got to put my foot down and set a rule. She cannot follow it at all. Okay, <laughs> and so and so, Phil, Doctor Phil says, you know, that's that sounds abusive yeah. when you're when you're holding someone to that. And she says that she um, loves him, but that it's it's very oppressive. Uh, that's what I kind of. But even you, when you that in way, yeah? talking, that she like she does actually. It seems like she does actually love him. Yeah, you know, and it's just a terrible situation. And when he was not this bad, it was okay. Mm. Well, he's got some stuff to clean up, man. He's, you know, I mean, you got to uh, you got to do the real assessment and you know, I, but I think over the years Preston all the different things and uh, you know, our relationship with him and the family which has always been really good whenever there was something we had going or a charity event or the camp out, they come out, they're a part of it, bam, you know, yeah. would, would always participate when he could. And uh so you you want only the best. Apparently at the end of the episode Dr. Phil says that uh Bam went to rehab left but now he's back in rehab okay. so you know, all right we'll see if it ends up taking but that that aired yesterday yeah uh so uh we're hoping for the best uh, a couple other things and we got to uh then we got to do some uh, other clips uh sarah palin's husband todd palin has filed for divorce after 31 years of marriage what the citing incompatibility of temperament in a document filed Friday. I've never heard of that. It's always irreconcilable differences that I hear. Is that the new way uh, to refer to it? Maybe. Yeah. Incompatibility of temperament. Is that just like a wordy way of saying, dude, she's a bitch? Man. I don't like you. <laughs> They're just not oh. getting along. Your temperament. like, Well, do it live! F*** it! Uh, the, 
the Palins have been married for 31 years. They have five children. CNN reports the divorce filing and court records use only initials to refer to the couple with Todd Mitchell Palin listed as TMP and Sarah Louise Palin identified as SLP. Uh, and the divorce filing was first reported by an Alaskan blogger. Uh, she, of course, was uh, governor for, of Alaska from 2006. So the, to the kids are granite, clamp. <laughs> Trigger and insole, right? Uh-huh. Insole <laughs> is is Trigger one of them though? Uh, <laughs> like, that trig, actually sounds trig, like trig yeah, is one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trig, yeah. yeah, I believe Trig is the one with Down syndrome. They're all horse names. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, of some yeah. type. Um, so sea biscuit. Anyhow, silver. They, yeah, they are. Uh, they are getting a divorce. Uh, let's see. How about this? Um, a year after picking up the L.A. home. For $3.5 million that served as the shell for the Brady Bunch show, the network is revealing its renovation. I want to see this. Me too. The 1970s Paramount lot set has been recreated and uh, of four uh, of a four-part series, a very Brady renovation, uh, it launched on Monday. And uh, Discovery's uh, Kathleen Finch says we could be sitting on a gold mine. We can't decide until the show is done and America has seen the house again. Uh, but we go above and beyond to be good neighbors uh, because that's our reputation. So they took the house and the, the obviously what we saw up front was just a front. And then there was a set. In fact, they, they were, one of the windows that you see on the Brady house and all those pictures didn't exist. They just oh. hung it on the on the wall okay. of the house. But um, so they actually apparently restructured the interior, like gutted it and restructured it so it looks like the Brady Bunch house. Uh, Nick is pulling up a clip right now, so the whole cast is there. Yeah, uh, which is really great. Is that yeah? It's on a very Brady renovation, so that's great that they will be there to be a part of that. So are they recreating it with like the same wallpaper in the that's kids' rooms it. and stuff? That's oh, my understanding. Dude. So the steps and up to the second floor and the like. The understanding is that it was gutted and that it leads. To a backyard, and I heard this. I don't know if this is true with astroturf. Uh, thank you. That yeah, was my yeah, question. Yeah. yeah. So that's the fake grass in the backyard. The astroturf, <laughs> which you would see bunch up sometimes when they ran. Do you know? Do you remember? No. If you look carefully, you can see when they start to run. You'll see the the, the lawns start to bunch up. Oh, that's great. I love it. All right, one last thing, and then we'll get to some clips. Pierce Brosnan is uh, all on the in on the notion of a female James Bond, a role that he played with great success in GoldenEye, Tomorrow Never Dies, and others. Uh, yes, Brosnan told The Hollywood Reporter when asked about the potential hiring of a woman for the role, uh, I think we've watched the guys do it for the last 40 years, get out of the way, guys, and put a woman up there. I think it would be exhilarating, and it would be exciting. So you see uh, in on that. Jenna Fisher's tweet, she just wrote, yes, I'll do it, uh, in nice. response to Brosnan's statement. That's a good one. Uh, I think they could do a different 00 uh, character. Of course they could. I figured you'd be fired up about that. <laughs> of why James Bond's not a woman, and there's certainly yeah. there are tremendous female spy roles. They've been coming out with great ones. I think a way to expand that whole uh, library, that entire universe, would be to add, to make another double O. Do it, up, yes. Maybe even team up with Bond. They and... did it with the Bourne stuff as well, because yeah. like so, Jason Bourne was not the only one of his cool. kind. Yeah, and so they explored that universe, and I think that's okay. Like because there I are mean, purists out there that are like you, Steve. There's a double O seven. There's James Bond. 
you don't. But there's so many. Like yeah. there've been so many things. Angelina Jolie's been in a few. There's. You look at all the stuff Scarlett uh, uh, Johansson is doing. I was going to say Scarlett oh, O'Hara. Yeah. <laughs> Gone with the wind. But but hang on, Steve. So in the in the Bond universe, they they there allude other to double other O's. O's. Yes. Yeah. So make other one double O's have their own franchise. In fact, in Goldeneye, cool. the guy who ends up becoming the nemesis is another double O agent. Okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyhow, on, Pierce Brosnan didn't think it would be cool. All right, let's do the clips. Here we go. Mr. Mercedes follows Detective Bill Hodges, who pauses retirement after the serial killer he spends his career chasing reappears, causing new havoc. Uh, here, Brendan Gleeson describes his belief behind the storytelling process. Here we go. Everybody thinks the big dramas happen on great sports fields or something. But the great dramas happen in everyday life. And it's been really kind of the very base of what we're trying to do in the show, is that we don't make light of the great dramas that happen within people's ordinary lives. <laughs> what? That guy's got one of the best Irish accents ever. That's terrific. I love him. He's in... Uh, 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 the Gangs of New York and the Harry Potter series and all that stuff. He's been in tons of stuff. He's he a great, just looks great like part. He's oh also in the Tom Cruise. Uh, um, isn't he in the? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edge of Seventeen. Edge of Seventeen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 he's the, the general. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's he's a badass. He is. He's, he always plays a tough guy. Is is Mr. Mercedes? Is that a? Um, it's about a car dealership. No, is that yeah. a Stephen King uh, thing, or am I thinking of something else? What's it going to take to put you in a Mercedes? <laughs> they call me Mr. Mercedes. I'm thinking of something else, I think. All right, let's go. Hey, to Coach it. Peterson. Uh, is that... <laughs> Tell him about the Philly. The Philly Philly. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. I hate those. Okay. <laughs> Season three of Mr. Mercedes, by the way, premieres tonight at 10 o'clock. <laughs> On audience. What the hell's audience? audience? Wait a minute. <laughs> the freak. What's audience? Direct- you know? I just think now they're leaving out words. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Direct TV, it's a channel. Oh, Direct TV? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's- I don't chat. Yeah. Coach Peterson. <laughs> Let's ask Coach Peterson about the Philly Philly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just a handful of us get that. Okay. okay, Preston, yeah. it is a Stephen King thing. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Trilogy. I have not read those. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. What is your... Oh, I, I hate to jump in here and yeah, extend it even further. What is your favorite second, third tier Stephen King story? Not the Cause biggies. Because you know The Stand is my favorite. Yep. Uh, oh, man. Hearts in Atlantis. I love that book. Really? It's a series of short stories, but they intertwine with other King stories. So you may huh. not... It may not make sense to you if you just read that. Right. But to me, the, the movie was lousy. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins? Yeah, it was... I didn't mind it. It, it was okay. It, it was not nearly in depth of, of the of the book, but I really liked that book huh. a lot. Okay. Um, let me think about that, and I'll get yes. back to you about a couple others. So let's do some clips here. Adam ruins everything. Takes longtime beliefs about different aspects of society and exposes them for what they really are. And in this clip, Adam Conover explains his goal for each episode. Here we go. Creating the show is really a matter of saying, okay, how can I give that same feeling to the audience over and over again? Here's here's a feeling I've always loved when I read a piece of nonfiction. How do I combine that with comedy and give that to the audience over and over again? Could you shut up? <laughs> uh, Adam Ruins Everything airs tonight, 10 o'clock, and that is on True TV. And that is all I have for you this morning, the Entertainment Report. That was a good one. We had some good stuff. That was there. a good one. And we had uh, clips. We we tugged at the heartstrings. Love it. And Love we it. taught you things. Hey. Uh, and you, smoking funny things. You might learn something. <laughs> and smoking funny things. 
Uh, Tattoos Day today. So a chance for you to win a $350 gift certificate from world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo for your Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. Don't forget that you could end up getting tattooed by some of the uh, area's greatest artists like our buddy Troy Temple. And you can see his work at Troy Temple or PhiladelphiaEddie'sTattoo.com. You can see that all on Instagram, at Troy Temple. And Temple spelled T-I-M-P-E-L. Uh, so text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll see if you win a little bit later on. We are in the welcome section of the Back to School A to Z, and we got one song left in that particular subcategory to go. It will be next, and it is a long one, and I'm looking forward to hearing it this morning. So while we are listening to that wonderful song, let's get you on board for Kathy's Bitch Box. It's a Zeta Eta Pi Preston Steve sorority party coming up on the 19th. If you're at least 21 years of age, you're female, and you want a box of goodies... <gasps> That Kathy has hand-picked it. Hand-picked it? Hand-picked it. Hand- I hand-picked it everything. She's hand-picked it. It's called the bitch box. Hand-picked it by Kathy Romano. We'll take four callers at 215-263-WMMR. We're headed Harris on the 19th in Philadelphia. And thank you to Hey Honey, Elsie Boutique in Warrington, Marinella Jewelry, nice. and Jewelry and Claffy's Frozen Cocktails for contributing to nice. all the hand-picked things. All the hand-picked stuff. <laughs> and our, uh, fashion show and all that. All right, call now. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, female podcasters, now is your chance to get a gift from Hey Honey, Elsie Boutiques, Yami Bites, and Marinella Jewelry. They're all in Kathy's Bitch Box Part 3. Yes, we have tickets just for podcasters, so email your name, age, and phone number right now to podcast at WMMR.com to enter. What else is in there? How about a sample of Kathy's Frozen Cocktails, an accessory from Wim Jewelry, the Salt Cave at Doylestown in Newtown, Floral and Hardy, and Curie Hair, Skin, and Nails. The party is happening Thursday, September 19th at 6 p.m. at Harris, Philadelphia. What else are you going to get? Philly-themed jewelry from B. Ross, Carney's Cookies, Extra Boutique, and a special gift from Stateside Vodka. Enter now. We'll pick winners at the end of the week. Good luck, and thanks for listening. Steve mentioned a concept while that song was playing that I'm curious if it still exists today or not, and that is listening to a piece of music in the dark. (laughs) Yeah. Because Welcome to the Machine is a perfect song to either bring the lights way, way down or sit in the dark, headphones on if you can. Yes. And do a little sensory deprivation and just absolutely dive into the audio alone. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I wonder what falls in that range these days it's a good it's a good question and i'm and i'd certainly be open to hearing that or what you had would listen to uh in the dark because another pink floyd a a the first time that i listened to dark side of the moon from beginning to end that's almost a must i'll never forget it was this guy named tony herman's house i was (laughs) over at his house and he's like, well, listen, I, I said, I've never listened to it from beginning to end. He said, well, let's listen to it. So the, the first thing we did was we turned the lights off. We enhanced our um, yes. ourselves a little bit. Right. And then, and so do you remember, <laughs> do you remember these, they were like, okay, this is going to be hard to describe. It's like a lamp that has a... I know, um, it's, it's, there's a disc that spins on the inside of it and creates images? Correct. So yes, it, I know exactly what you're talking it, about. It was like a cylinder that fit over the bulb. Yes. And it had little little uh, vents at the top, and the heat of the bulb would cause the cylinder to spin around, 
and it would shine objects. Like a trippy psychedelic yeah. effect. On the ceiling or yes. around the room. I had so, one. So we put, we did that. Yeah. And, and also we put a, um, a blanket over a table and got underneath it. How old are you guys at this time? We were like 19 years old. Okay. 19, 20 years old. Eight, maybe, no, nah, maybe it was like 17, 18. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any, I was a teenager. Right, yeah. Uh, old enough to drive myself over there. There you house. go. All right. So anyhow, and and we we got underneath that thing, uh, and we we left one part of it open so we could see the the lights in the room. But we made sure that the mood was right to yeah. listen to it. And it was freaking phenomenal. I'll never forget. You it. do re- yes. There was a process involved with setting the mood. Yeah. And there were some. We had a basement. My my parents finished our basement. They in a bizarre way. They basically built a room within a room, like a, a safe room, but the safe room wasn't so safe because it was just paneling. Yeah. So you could punch your way through it if you wanted to. <laughs> but it, there was there was no light. There was no light other than the, the lamps in the in the room. So my stereo was down there, and to uh, to go down and listen, Preston, you could, th- there was just, I refused to listen to some albums without being in complete darkness. Yeah. yeah. There were um, a few records that were mine that weren't my parents when I was uh, probably nine and ten years old, but I don't think they're exactly what the experience that you were, you guys are describing. Yeah. These were just the first rock records that I would listen to on headphones because I got a walk, right, 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 and I have a, you know, would have a cassette that was, you know, I like Van Halen 1984 for the, for example. Like that was the first rock record that I didn't learn about through my parents. I learned about yeah. through friends. By the yeah. way, this is not your own heart beating that you're listening to. <laughs> this is uh, this is from uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Anyway, go ahead. And- no, so I'm, but I'm just thinking of first records that I would listen to in. The dark while in bed with headphones on, Van Halen, NXX Kick. Uh, so you know, like those would those to me, but they're almost, not better because they were in the dark. Well, almost became it became like radio theater because you would listen to this and it was like you were you were uh, you were it was trippy. Um, yeah. Well, this here's Gen- early Genesis. The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, right. Was one that where you'd listen like there's a song called Carpet Crawlers. Which in the dark is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So most recently, the the uh, actually album I would say that I listened to in the dark was probably within the last five years. And the fish album? No, believe it or not, okay. it was the Cure, and uh, oh, it was it was disintegration. disintegration. And what I think listening to music in the dark does is it really enhances because you, all, all the all your other senses have been muted at this point, and you can really. Pay attention to the sounds, and so when when uh, I'm turning on, uh, oh, you're, uh, turning you're turning yeah, me turn, on. Is what I'm you're turning doing, buddy. you on. But uh, when this music started from the Cure, yeah. I had the headphones in. I was laying in bed in the dark, and I was really, really able to immerse myself in in all the sounds here. And I, I thought it was amazing. I was like, "How?" I still I do that. that? I yeah. mean, I, I st- the same thing. Case at at bedtime. Hell, um, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Especially when you listen to the right volume. Yeah. Um, but I still do it. it. It's something I look forward to now. Before, yeah. You know, when I'm going instead of putting on the TV, I'll put on the music in the dark. I'll just have uh, I have a, 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 a Sonos player that'll just you know that works with Alexa. Yeah, and I'll just have it. You know, go through my list. It's, listened, it's wonderful. I listened to a momentary lapse of reason in the dark a lot when I was growing up. That That's was my a great first, one. That was my first Pink Floyd record, so I didn't know about the Roger Waters. Yeah, yet because I, that's how I discovered it at that age. And you hear the dogs uh, in it was Dogs of War, right? Yes. I was like, wow, they put uh, they put growling dogs on this record. He <laughs> got dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people are. are uh, concurring with uh, with Pink Floyd experience with the with the lights off. And also, a, Tool. Uh, yeah. Oh, Tool. 
Yeah, I was yes. thinking that 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 might. I wasn't sure if that was too aggressive or not. Too... I think Tool is sort of the heir apparent to Pink Floyd, Preston, in some way with the the fan base, the length of the songs. Yeah. It's more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in general, I yeah. think the um, Pink Floyd is way more textured in their sound than than Tool is. I agree, but he's just saying as as far as the the. Um, uh, the kind of conceptual nature sure, sure. Of, yeah. of, of the music and, and, you know, the odd time signatures and things like that. They're very progressive, but yeah, they're a little bit more aggressive than, uh, uh, you're, you're right. It's more textures with Pink Floyd. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Uh, but I don't know if anybody, I don't think it's done it. Well, listen, the dynamic of the album has changed anyway. Yeah. I mean, the, the full-length album thing kind of doesn't exist. It does in well, some form, but the way it's released is not. Here, here's the whole thing. Very rarely do you get that. I mean, Tool did do that. Didn't we release, or we're just on the precipice of a milestone, where for the first time in a long time, the sales of records, vinyl records, will equal and maybe surpass CDs? I currently? saw that. Yeah, I saw yes. that. I saw that headline over the weekend. Yes, vinyl's going to outsell C- uh, CDs. Wow. Yeah, is that no wild? Kidding. Yes, I guess that makes sense because people are embracing that that sound, and then the people who are more drawn to the to the digital aspect of it are simply downloading. Steve, yeah. when did you move into your your new home? It was 1880, Casey. Was it 1880? No, it was, it was uh, two years ago. Uh, two years ago. So, like, after you got your sound system, I remember going over, yeah. turning off the lights and listening to Space People with you. Yes. Oh, and my God. That was we, pretty magical. We made a little tree for it in the <laughs> <Yes>. bed. <laughs> hey, listen to this. This is pretty cool. It says, uh, Texas says, our friend had a camping trailer up at Hickory Run State Park, and he had an awesome sound system. He actually nailed speakers to the trees all over. Wow. Welcome to the Machine sounded so awesome. We would lay back wow. and just listen, volume blasting and buzzed up in the woods. I miss those days. I thought we can't bring the lights down in here, but this is what it was like, Case. They come from space, so they don't come from here. We were doing shrooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Back, man. It does. Wow. <laughs> I remember. Oh, I'll tell you one that, that I did over and over and over again. Um, The original Tommy. Yes. So I'd heard the first time I'd ever heard Tommy, I actually heard the movie soundtrack. Yep. And then my what was your friend's name that you built the, the fort with in the basement? Uh, Tony Herman. Tony Herman. Yep. So it was Randy Kostanowitz was oh. my Tony. And he said to me, he goes, you like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to listen to the original. The actual band. Right. Playing all the songs. And then I listened to it, and uh-huh. then I was, I, I mean, I would, that was it. Wasn't that in an almost famous, the note she leaves her brother, it says, uh, take this album, light a candle in a dark room and listen to it, and it'll change your life. Yeah, it's Tommy. It was Tommy, yeah. right? Yeah. That was definitely one of those that would rank up there with that. They're so, because you would, again, as you say, in the dark, and with that sentry deprivation thing, mm-hmm. um, you... It fills in so much. Yeah. There's a yeah. great album, a Dire Straits, uh, um, Love Over Gold. And there's a long song on the first side, which is, um, sides, uh, yeah. Telegraph Road, which yeah. is a long sort of sweeping story about this town that comes out of nothing and it becomes, you know, overly developed. But it's a great song. And uh, that in the dark. I, I remember clearly those things, those times just sitting there and you would make special time to go mm-hmm. immerse yourself in music. I think now a lot yeah. of times, obviously, it's 
environmental to what we're doing. Let's put some music on. Yeah, do you get the chance yeah, to actually it, just sit there and listen? Well, that's why vinyl might be... Be that. That, you yeah. know, let's sit down and listen to this as opposed to I'm going to put some music I on. I think you're right. You know? <laughs> I hate it when I'm in my car listening to music my kids want to talk. <laughs> like... <laughs> this is not conversation time. This is Daddy's gonna listen to his you music know, time. My daughter and I have been doing. <laughs> I, uh, we were we were out driving around. She just wanted to go out for a drive, and I had an idea. So she is all about Twenty One Pilots. You she knows yeah, yeah. all the songs, all the lyrics. She knows all the personal information about the members of the band, <laughs> like that deep into it. It so was like, like me with Menudo. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very happy that she has found music that she loves, and yeah. you know, it's like me with the Beatles, wanting to know more about their personal lives and stuff like that. So she's always wanted me to play songs from them. So I said, well, why don't we do this? You play a song, I play a song. You play a song, I play a song. And we go back and forth. So now we go and take these drives. Wow. And she'll play a song. She'll tell me what the song. She had me. There was one I was, uh, I started crying to. Yeah. I started tearing up called Legend about his grandfather who passed away. Oh. Josh, the, uh, or wait a minute. Is it Tyler or Josh? Ah, damn it. Damn it. Bitch. I started to get I it. I it's Tyler. What's that? I bet you it's Tyler. No, I it think, sounds I think, like a Tyler I think Josh is the, is the lead singer, is uh, the writer of the, uh, the music. But anyhow, uh, it's about his grandfather who died and had Alzheimer's. Right. And I was like, I was getting really welled up, so I started playing her some songs. Would you play her in response? Well. I'll see your legend and well, I'll I, raise you. I, I didn't, I didn't, well, I played her, I played her Dear God from XTC, which is a really cool Great song. song. Oh, that Dear is a good God. Song. I hope you got the letter yeah. in. Uh, mm-hmm. But then I, I I was playing some fun stuff for her, so I was playing uh, they might be giants, uh, some kind of you know light stuff. But okay, but you know what I did play her not too long ago was Veronica from um, Elvis, Elvis Costello. Costello great song that's about a woman with Alzheimer's. So. Oh no, kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I've been doing that with my kids for a long time now. Oh. The, the you you have a song, I have a song, and then when Good. when we're all in the car. It kind of goes in a circle, all right? Uh, you know, so we, we all get a turn. But yesterday, my daughter, Casey, was like, uh, can I play the next song? Or can I play a song? I said, yeah, you get the song after this song. And she looks down. She's like, Dad, there's 12 minutes left in this song. I'm like, of course. <laughs> it's funny, I'm like, what, What's fair is fair, you know? <laughs> I have been, now, when I, we were doing music yesterday, I, I purposely was choosing kind of from the alt vein a little bit because yeah, yeah. I've already, my, my family, I've already played the entire Beatles catalog too, so we've done they're good. that. And they're not quite ready for things like Rush and stuff yeah. like that. She wouldn't be into that. So yeah. I wanted to try to give her pieces of music I think she might connect to, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, that's, that's a, that's a joy. Fun. Now, when you drive around like that, do you keep your eyes closed? I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. To bring in to. the whole sensory deprivation <laughs> thing. Put the headphones on. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Close your eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. And you tell me, tap my leg when it's <laughs> right. time to turn yeah. left. Right. <laughs> Triple A recommends. <laughs> I've done that, though. When I got a great car stereo system years and years and years ago, when I got, a la MacGruber case, I got my blau punked, and uh, <laughs> I uh, put it in, and uh, I would go out. And just sit in the running car and listen yeah. to yep. the music. Band, yeah. Bands will do that. Yeah, you know, yeah, when they're yeah. recording an album, they'll take the album out into the car with them and listen yep. to it that way. Dude, yeah. That's how all right, uh, my Mariana song, Grande. Ready to Go, yeah. uh, that was I, I, when I was texting the, the engineer. I said, hey, how's there? He goes, I'm in the car right now testing it out. Yeah. So he, he did the car test well, as well. We talked to Jack White. And they have, a, they have an yep. actual FM transmitter. Yeah. So yeah. that when they're done mixing in the studio, it'll yeah. transmit locally and go out to the parking lot and listen to it. And that's how they mix it. So I officially bought my first car in May of 2000, and I have purchased uh, several cars since then. Uh, I'm going to purchase a new Subaru 
coming up soon. I have, since 2000, I have the song that I listen to. It's the first song that I listen to whenever I get into a new car. Which you, is? Do you guys have that? How much is that, Doggy in the Window? Yeah. <laughs> no, what is it? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a fish song. It's called Divided Sky. It's my favorite fish song. Um, but, uh, it's but, like a celebration uh, of the new car. It's a celebration of the new car. It's a good way to test out the speakers. Not um, space people? Not space people, man. Well, you know what? In 2008, I didn't know about space people. All right, man. I, I, I got, got you. Second song. If I want to test out a system, a song that I like to play is uh, Funeral for a Friend, Love Lies Bleeding oh. from, uh, from Elton John. Okay. It's got this big sweeping synth at the beginning, and yes. it leads into this really big part, and then it dives into a, a driving rock. There you go. Yeah. And if the speakers can handle. Yes. Without getting overly tinny, yeah. Without getting you've got a winner, overmodulated and so on. Do you guys have a, a test the man? I should, song? I should have one, but I don't. I like that idea. I, I got to buy a new car in the next yeah. few months. I actually there is a Pat Metheny album called Still Life Talking. Yeah, and uh, there uh, there are songs in that that'll really. I mean, fusion jazz. This that is just incredible. Oh yeah. yeah, I just love that sound on a big stereo. Uh, uh, now, killing in the name of against uh, oh. Rage Against the Machine is a pretty solid yeah. one to throw yeah. in there, too. I got a good solid one to start. Sabotage. Right. Ooh, that's a good one. yes. That's a good Mine's not, it's not a, uh, it's not a tester of the sound system. It's, it's more Snowbird? of a, no, it's a celebration. Yeah. So it, a oh. it's, a, it's a celebration oh. song. It's yeah. my favorite song from my favorite band. And, and so I started that to, back in, in oh. 2000. But it's also not a bad way to test this. But that's more tradition. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's no, I don't have a. Uh, oh, you got to. I don't have a. You have uh, to. You, you have to. <laughs> I just fit. So, <laughs> sorry. So, will you make sure that the radio is off before Everything. you get in? Uh huh. Every and, and uh, yeah. you won't hear a, a peep from the speakers, other than what song? Yeah, uh, divided stuff. <laughs> It's Obama, Obama. Um, what you, you like to do is uh, you get in the garage and you you rev the engine. You put the garage doors garage down. Garage doors down. Yeah, yeah. Run the hose around to the cracked window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, uh, oh man, I forgot what I was going to ask you. Uh, what am I eating? It's a bagel. Sure. What do you have? <laughs> The usual uh, everything bagels. It's the usual. Yeah. <laughs> first content break on the air meal. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's more of a. Uh, it's uh, tradition. It's tradition. Okay. Tradition. That tradition. 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 In your car case. Tradition. <laughs> tradition. Uh, all right. Let me go to some calls here. I will go to Barbara. Hey, Barbara. Good morning. What's up, Barbara? So I have a twenty-six. I have a 27-year-old daughter who bought a turntable, came over to my house and picked through my albums and took, like, the Beatles and Steely Dan and, of course, Pink Floyd. So I asked her what she thought about it, and they, she told me she and her friends all sat in the room with just the music playing, no cell phones or anything, and just listened to the album. And I'm like, that's all we is. What <laughs> album was it, Barbara? It was Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon. There you go. So, again, that to me, that, and I think you'll agree, Barbara, is that's that's like radio theater. Yeah. You're you're hearing uh, the way one song feeds into the other, and it's just amazing. Days of Future Past, which we played, or we had one of, we had uh, Nights in White Satin during the A to Z. Yeah. That whole album from beginning to end is a full story. It's the beginning of a day. It starts with the sun rising and nighttime, and it's uh, it's amazing. 
Um, well, that's cool. 27 years old, and she's doing that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. One one that I will do that with as well, listening to the album from beginning to end without distractions, is uh, Joshua Tree from uh, YouTube. Mm. Joshua Tree is another great one. And uh, and you can. It's not necessarily conceptual, but the songs do kind of. They have a. They have a tone. They have a flow. Yep. Uh, that that fits really well together. Uh, so that one with the lights off is pretty solid as well. Was there is there one that you would not listen to in <laughs> that you would only listen to? I had a few that I just listened to. It had to be in the proper environment to listen to it. The, the dark. Um, that would only listen to yeah. in the dark. Well, not only, but somebody had pointed this out. A caller was up, and, and they're gone now. But but twenty one twelve from Rush is pretty. That's pretty epic, and that needs to be. You need to pay attention while you're listening to it. So in the dark and in the right environment is a good way to listen. Brian to Adams' one. song from Robin Hood. Uh, yeah, uh, that had to be in the everything. I do, everything I do, I do, I do, I do, I do it for you. Is that and, a parenthesis? And you don't really feel like you unless it's dark. What's that? Is that a parentheses song? I think it is. Okay. I think the everything I do... Is in parentheses? No, it's just or every it? in parentheses and then, then thing, thing I do. <laughs> okay. It's eh and then... Everything it, it, I yeah. do. At first, when you said that, I was thinking of the song from uh, The Three Musketeers, which is actually with Brian Adams, Sting, and... Oh, that's even worse. Rod Stewart. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all for, all for love. love. Or love. Yeah. yeah. And one for love. And I love one. <laughs> love and I. I saw that movie twice in the theater. The uh, Robin Hood? Because you the, couldn't the believe Robin it. Hood. I just can't believe that guy's British. British yeah. I know. I um, love that movie. You're an actor, right? Yeah. Well, act like you got an accent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Robin Sherwood. I sure would like to bang you. Uh, let me get some other calls here of what to listen to in the dark. I'll go to uh, Junis. Junis, you're on the air. What up, bitches? Yeah, bud. What's going on? Not much. So, not necessarily in a dark room, but like you're, the story you were talking about earlier about outside, like in the woods at night. Yeah. 10,000 days by tool. I thought you were say 10,000 maniacs. 10,000 yeah. days by tool. That's uh, that's a good one. In the woods. Just just at night, in the woods, nice cool breeze, chilling out with whatever you want to chill out with. A couple of guys you're holding hostage from their kayak trip. <laughs> <laughs> just nice. after you tell him he's got a pretty mouth. Thanks, Junis. No, I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of a, of a sound system up in the trees in the woods. That's yeah. pretty damn I mean, if you could spread it out over, like, you know, yeah. an, an acre or two. It's like Neil Young with his barn. You remember, you know that no. story? So uh-uh. uh, he was out on a lake with, uh, I believe it was Graham Nash. And uh, the, as the legend goes, um, he had one side of the barn completely wired for bass and the other side of the barn completely, uh, or the other side of the field completely uh, wired for treble. And they're out on the lake testing out an, an one of his new records, maybe maybe Harvest. And he just calls back to the shore, more barns! <laughs> More barns. I had, you know, another good spot to listen to is I have been on, on a boat that has a sound system on it, and you just go out into the middle of a lake or something like that, and just turn everything off, and just put the music on, yeah. and sit on the water. That's that. That can is be, cool. That can be pretty magical too, especially when it's dark. But out. we are sort of communing with the music as something. Yeah, I mean, because mo- probably the most sincere listening uh, probably happens in your car. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Right. Um, uh, because you can sing as loud as you want to. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't matter how bad you sound, which you do sound bad. So, and if you're you know, some, whatever. for a long road trip sometimes, I used to commute all the time from, from New York to here and back and forth. 
And that was my okay. What, yeah. what am I? What's going to be on the list today? Yeah. What's amazing about the steering wheel is it's multi instrumental. Mm-hmm. It is oh, a yeah. guitar. It's a piano. It's a uh, keyboard. Oh, it's drums. Definitely a yeah. full drum set. It's definitely man. not a horn instrument. And you can also keep your <laughs> case. You can keep your baby on it too. <laughs> Why well, no? Do you ever wheel. actually hit the horn as a part okay. of it, an right, accent to the enough. song? Bam, bam. But it's not like an air. You don't. You don't. Blow. <laughs> yeah, but you can blow it if you want. I you can. can. You can blow anything you want. Yeah, I guess you're right. When you right. when you imitate a saxophone, do you stick your thumb in your mouth? <laughs> you like yours? I don't. <laughs> no, you know why? Because mine's more like a Kenny G saxophone. Yeah, oh, an alto. Yeah. I'm more yeah. a flugelhorn. Or no, I'm sorry, a soprano saxophone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're a flugel guy. That's by Chuck Mangione. You're an amazing Chuck I am amazing. I'm actually playing at the Sellersville Theater this weekend. You know what? I'm going to say this now. I want reverb, too. Yeah. I want reverb, too. I want to be able to play instruments over here and add some reverb, too. Can I hear what you would sound like? No, I don't. Come on. Mine would be like a guitar or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? what, Do you sing or do you air drum more? That would be a wow. That is a wow. I I air drum more than anything. Well, I physically hit the the steering wheel. Uh, Do you play guitar a lot? Do you sing? Yes, you do a lot. I harmonize. I harmonize a lot. I always try to, uh, especially when I'm listening to the Beatles. I try to harmonize with the lads. I'm convinced. That I could fill in for Jackson Brown. Yeah, you probably you're pretty could. sure. I yeah. think we have the same <laughs> register. <laughs> Do you know there are times when when you're hitting certain notes and you're like, I think I sound pretty good. Yeah, I pretty, think this. I'm pretty confident. Why has no one discovered me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Only because I've never submitted a tape, or I won't let anyone hear me. And then that day that you feel confident and you get up on the karaoke stage and it's just you and the Kira. music and you go, Dear God, <laughs> this was. <laughs> This was a mistake. Uh, yeah, so the kids in my school, my kid's school, I don't go to school anymore. Um, they have a talent show, and I was You're far too old to be in this class. <laughs> uh, so I had to do music for the talent show, and, and uh, one kid in particular wanted to sing this song. So I'd asked, I said, Do you want the karaoke version, or does he want to sing with the lyrics? Or sing with the words? What did he say? He said, uh, Karaoke version. And then so they so I put the music together and then there he is at rehearsal time and now he has to sing all by himself without the accompaniment of the actual words uh, being sung by the the cast member of the right. Broadway show and then right after that particular um, rehearsal he was like I I, w- I want to sing with the um, with the regular <laughs> I'd, I'd like to do that it's, I don't want to I've do that. changed my mind I don't want to do that anymore yeah but before you ever take a microphone try singing yeah. to the music without the accompanying uh, vocals because you will find out quickly whether or not you can do it come on Steve <clears throat> get ready I wish we could just erase his vocal but you're gonna hear it right yep hang on doctor my eyes here we go doctor my I mean, you could not tell. No. Uncanny. I I had a lot of burn out my voice. You still have a lot of show left. I kind of call no fair because you were using the reverb. Yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) You sound like the the creature in Young Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) But you're convinced. Yeah. But that's what music does. It moves you to that point where you think, yeah. And it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I have a selfish personal request. Can we play the first... 15 seconds of Zoo Station by U2. 
Uh, do if we, we have, have it? Only if you sing along. Please. Uh, well, no, it's the it's the Edge guitar, and I, and I, I don't know. <laughs> you have to sing the guitar. Okay, I have to sing the guitar? Yes. But I, I think that. it shows up in, in both headphones, and that's why. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it's panned. Yeah. yeah. I, I hear it. My left ear is tingling right now. And now that's like Tegrin. That was the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Left, middle. You can hear the percussion a little bit in the background there. And I'll jump in there. Now it's filling out. This is Zoo Station? Yeah. Okay. Vocals aren't coming up for a few more seconds. I'll jump in early if you want. You guys sing along? Yeah, go ahead. Steve's got it. I'm ready. I'm ready to play this song for Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. Because Nick wants this song. Nick Station. Nick Station. Thank you. are not singing. No, I, I don't really care about the lyrics. Oh. I like the first 20 seconds of it. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then I'm sorry. Steve, can you add a huh? And, oh! <laughs> we had an agreement, Preston. Every song. Nick was going to sing, and he I didn't know. sing. You're right. He didn't live up to well, that. Well, sometimes agreement. you get scared, and you can't. You can't. I understand. Penalize someone because you get up to that point, you get up to the microphone, and you realize. Yep. And then, who do you think is the worst singer that reached a le- has reached a level of celebrity and prominence? I mean, who's really technically a bad singer, but is accepted as a legend? Uh, well, okay, a bad yeah. singer. I don't know. Uh, okay. Um, Not as good. Wow, man, we should, we might have to come back with that. I'll, I'll tell you one who is except who <laughs> hey. I love. Yes, your your, your mother, um, uh, Leon Russell. Yeah. If you um, song for you, if you can find song for you, I don't, we probably don't have it in there. Right. It was covered by the Carpenters. It's a great song. It's it's a wonderful song. Well, okay, then you can take somebody like Tom Waits, who yes. has that gruff kind of weird voice, but for some reason people love him. I mean, they write they write great songs, right? But whether or not they're a a, a really great singer or not. I I always thought Madonna was way overhyped. Hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, great dance and pop songs, but as far as being a vocalist, I she never really did anything for me at all. Is Leon Russell. This is Leon Russell. It's a great song. Goes out to Steve Morris, currently doing a radio. A lot of people are texting in Bob Dylan. Overwhelmingly, oh yes, that's a great overwhelmingly one. Bob Dylan. Joe Cocker, bite your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I've been things. so many places Nah In my life and time He's got a decent voice He's good, yeah I've sung a lot of songs I've made some Listen, bad Listen, try to hit the, the high register coming up And I love this song, I adore this song I've acted out my love in stages They crack there With 10,000 people watching This is one of Elton John's heroes We're alone now it's a great song. Make song love to me, someone. He can sing well. It's just out of his own range. Yeah. And he wrote the weird. goddamn song. Yeah, he did. What the hell's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Come on, stupid. All right. Uh, anyhow, fun musical conversation. All, uh, and it came from the Back to School A to Z. We played uh, Welcome to the Machine from Pink Floyd. I'm sorry, guys, that are on hold. I apologize. Nick, I know you wanted to talk about Deep Purple Machine Head as one to listen with the... the the lights off, and uh, Mike, all his friends would pass the headphones around when they would listen to vinyl and time from Pink Floyd. Yes, thank you, Jeff, for your for your comment. That's that's on Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, so Ruthie's right with Cashmere. 
Yes. Yes. That's a great one as well. So try that if you haven't. Some music that might be enhanced by turning the lights off and just experiencing simply the audio and take it all in. So, and one of those lights that spins. That yeah. too. It helped out. Thank you, Tony Herman, for doing that with Dark Side of the Moon with me. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. I also want to thank uh, Anna's Corner Store of East Norton for bringing us food this morning. They brought in an assortment of their specialty sandwiches and wraps made with Dietz and Watson Premier Meats and Artisan Cheeses and Cookies. Lots of S's in there. Uh, you can check them out in the uh, Deets and Watson Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. So thanks so much. We appreciate it. We'll come back in a moment and Bizarre File Stories aplenty when we, rep- when we return. So stay with us, all right? The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. All right, shall we do the Bizarre File? Yeah. We shall. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Watching the game with some friends this week. Score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies. Order online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a primo. We are going to start with this. A couple made headlines in 2016 when they won $500,000, half a million dollars. It's amazing. On a Michigan lottery scratch-off ticket. Well, today, police accused the pair in connection with a string of recent burglaries at homes in mid-Michigan. Well, what did they do with all that money? Stephanie Harvell and Mitchell Arnswald are each charged with second uh, with single counts of second-degree home invasion and possession of burglary tools. Uh, the couple is accused in a series of daytime home invasions in... Bay, Aranac, Saginaw, uh, Midland, and Tuscola counties. I know them well. Well, they've been, the, my point is, they've been doing a lot of places. Wow. All of the burglaries occurred while residents were not home. Harvell, in January 2016, bought an instant $5 hot ticket from a Speedway gas station. On scratching it off, she learned that she won a half million dollars. In a press release issued by Michigan Lottery in 2016, Harvell said that she and her husband, Arnswald, had been living paycheck to paycheck at the time. She bought the scratch-off ticket the same day she had received an eviction notice, she had previously said. It's a magical story. Said she planned to use the money to buy a house and a car and set up college funds for her two daughters. And today, a task force comprising of police investigators from all five counties were investigating the burglaries and generated a description of a suspect vehicle. Turned out to be theirs that they found, and it had all kinds of stuff in it that, of course, proved that they indeed were robbing these places. So where did it go wrong? I don't know. Uh, police obtained the... Probably um, with the purchase of the ocean liner. Later obtained a search warrant uh, for the couple's home. On searching the house, they recovered other items linking them to recent burglaries. So... Shows you the power of miracle water, though, Preston. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. Half a million dollars. And Half a million dollars you're praying for. Him. Yeah. A slight while driving and a flung glass bottle that shattered uh, glass and was mistaken as gunfire led to a killing. Police released an account of a man who fired a gun toward a sport, UV, sport utility vehicle, killing its driver. This is how, where road rage can go yeah, really absolutely. bad. Wow. The motorist, whose name uh, police declined to release, said he saw a Cadillac Escalade driving erratically and closely followed his pickup truck. The man and passenger told police that as the Escalade pulled alongside their vehicle, they heard a loud pop and the rear window shattered. Uh, they say they believe the driver of the Escalade was shooting at them. Uh, so the driver of the pickup indicated that he was in fear for his life and fired back at the Escalade. Francisco Pasillas, its driver, uh, was shot and died at the hospital. 
Uh, Pasela was uh, mad after he was cut off by the pickup's driver and threw a glass bottle at it. His wife apparently said, and a grand jury is going to review evidence in the case and decide whether or not to indict the pickup truck's driver. So Lives irrevocably altered. Yeah. All right, this one is uh, interesting. This is out of uh, out of the UK. That's uh, England. Uh, and a driver caught speeding at 110 miles per hour told police that it was because he needed the toilet <laughs> for a number two. <laughs> a silver Mercedes was stopped by an unmarked police car near Cambridgeshire. Uh, it was seen speeding and undertaking in awful weather conditions. An officer wrote on Twitter, the professional HGV driver was very sorry, but, quote, needed a toilet and a number two. So I don't know if the system there is the same. I know that there's the metric and so on and so forth. Now, we have different phase levels for our number twos. Did it mention what phase he was at? Nope. Okay. Drivers caught speeding in excess of 100 miles per hour face disqualification from the road rather than penalty points, but the decision is at the discretion of the court. Why didn't he just drive to work and crap at the loading dock? That's a good question. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we do around these it's parts. America. Mm, America. <laughs> Uh, speaking of America, listen to this, man. Texas hospitals' attempts to deter birds have accidentally created a haven for North America's most venomous caterpillar species, whose painful sting has been compared to breaking a bone. So, of course. So nets were put up on oak trees that line the sidewalks of Texas Medical Center in Houston to stop birds like grackles and pigeons. From grackles ga- and pigeons? From gathering. But by putting the birds off from landing on the trees, the institution created a new problem with no birds to eat them. The population of bugs commonly known as asps exploded. The asps exploded. Uh, Aren't asps snakes? snakes? Yes, but these uh, right. these things are nasty. After uh, studying the area for three years, researchers found the caterpillars were 7,300% more abundant on netted trees compared to those without protection. Also known as pus moth caterpillars. Oh, my God. The insects are the most poisonous caterpillars in North America. Of course they are. Creatures are covered in spines linked to a sack filled with poison. If someone brushes against an asp, the protrusions break off and stick into the skin, releasing venom. After around five minutes, the victim will experience an intense throbbing pain, which then spreads. Stings can be accompanied by headaches, vomiting, and nausea, as well as stomach pains. Red spots may appear on the skin, which can remain for up to five days. A guy named Matthew Comerford, who is a graduate student at Rice University and is actually researching the ass problem, said, I've been stung by a lot of things, and an ass sting is definitely ranking up there. You might not realize that you've been stung at first. It feels like a broken bone. The pain lasts for hours. Jeez. I was stung on the wrist, and my pain traveled up my arm into my armpit, and my jaw started to feel the pain as well. From a delightful little caterpillar. And they're really weird looking, too. Are they? Yeah, yeah. So they have accidentally caused an uptick uh, in the pus moth. <laughs> Way to F with nature. Caterpillar. So yeah. that thing turns into a moth or a butterfly? I'm not really sure, Case. It, it must, I guess. I think they turn point. into... Cougars. Co- oh, my yeah. God. Well, that's terrifying. Really dangerous. Poisonous cougars? Uh, <laughs> hard to say. They're still in the larvae stage right now, but when it opens up, it'll be a cougar. Here's a story that features <laughs> one of your favorite animals, Casey. A Florida surfer who flew into the air off his last wave of the day unfortunately landed on top of a six-foot-plus shark. Oh, my God. The shark bit four fingers of his left hand and his left calf and shin. Uh, The encounter at New Smyrna Beach on Florida's central east coast was terrifying, but the injuries weren't life-threatening. Donald Walsh said, I never really try to throw an air, 
but I tried to throw one. He threw one. Yeah. Oh, he threw. He said, didn't land it. Landed on a shark instead. <laughs> and he decided to take a bite out of me. He said, never did, never did see the shark as I was coming down. I did see it after the bite happened. He said, felt like a freight train hit me. Jeez. <laughs> and the first thing I could think of was to literally push him away from me. As soon as it happened, I grabbed my board and started to paddle as fast as I could. I'm flying! <laughs> <laughs> I was very involved. Thank you very much. It was. Casey with I got a whole three bunch of sound stuff effects on that one. Well, he was acting, yeah. and then you had Home Alone in yeah, there somewhere. Together, yeah. Thank you for breaking it all down, guys. Thank um, you. I, I just I appreciate the effort. All right. Like, you want me to do it again? It's a, sure. One more. All time. right. Okay. Uh, hang on a second. All right. Quiet on the set and action. <laughs> I'm flying. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Writer, Kill star, director. You got to cut. Cut. Yeah, a, the uh, actress is still acting. What do, what do you call the actors who do the sound effects? The uh, uh, they are um, gaffer, not gaffer. No. Foley, uh, Foley, Foley, Foley artist. Foley artist. Right. Yes. Foley artist. Casey Foley artist. Mick Foley artist. Uh, so he said he was treated by paramedics on the scene after the attack and was not taken to the hospital. The attack was a single strike in waist deep water. Mm. Uh, the beach uh, is considered the shark capital of the world. Well, the sign shark me up. Attack <laughs> capital of the world. And that's what I have for you in the bizarre file this morning. Uh, before we take a break, I would like to uh, thank our friends at uh, Anna's Corner Store in East Norton for bringing us an assortment of delicious sandwiches. But they also brought in. Alfio's award-winning Caesar salad. Yes. And even uh, brought in, Alfio brought in a special bowl to spin the salad. And I believe Nick was witnessing said salad spinning. It's uh, He's an artist. I mean, Moments ago. I know he, he came he, in here one time and, and made this. The, the bowl is gigantic, by the way. It weighs about 30 pounds with, with nothing in it. It's cherry wood. I learned the whole history behind it, but he... he Mashes the garlic into it. He adds the anchovies. He makes he, he, one raw egg. Uh, it's really fascinating thing to watch, and um, it's and, incredibly popular. It's cool. Yeah, he's served people like Peter Lawford, Ted Knight, Florence Henderson. I got the whole story. Nice. Bert Convy. Uh, he didn't list Bert Convy. Damn it! The other three were pretty cool. Wow, and the salad is fan freaking tastic. Yep. Uh, so we thank them for being here along with uh, Deeds and Watson and the Real Philly Deli Tour that continues on. Uh, and, of course, you can check them out in the Deeds and Watson Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. And you can get all that information at uh, WMMR.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. More of the Back to School A to Z. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right. Thanks a bunch, Kath. And uh, let's see. Don't forget that we do have uh, this week for Word of the Week prize. Uh, a pair of tickets for both local tool shows. So that means Wells Fargo Center November 18th and the uh, Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City on November 22nd. Uh, the show in Philly is sold out. The AC show, limited amount of tickets remain. So uh, if you're a tool fan you don't want to miss, no, then you will want to try, try to get yourself some uh, tickets by winning we're the week prize. We'd love for you to win that. How long have you waited for the yeah. show to yeah. see this? The new cool. album. It's been ages. 
All right, so I have collected a few different medical-based stories. Oh. Is it time for the doctor, you think, or or what should I be? <sighs> the clinician? Doogie? <laughs> how about Preston's Anatomy? Preston's like Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Oh. Nah, how about the internist? Uh, that's not bad, too. Yeah? Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll think about it. All right. But uh, all, all medical-based, yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Doogie. And, and this one, actually, this used to be the this is the theme song for Frank's World for a while. Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> starring Preston. <laughs> no. It was uh, Preston's World starring Frank. Frank, Frank yeah. that's right. Preston's World starring Frank. Uh, no, I this this kind of caught my eye the other day. Now these things are way off from being proven, but a shocking new study has found that scientists actually uh, may be able to not only slow down the process of aging, yes. but possibly reverse it. I am so shocked. Uh, this is obviously this is the holy grail in the world of medicine is to be able to stop aging, right? Uh, yes, life eternal or at least extended, dramatically extended to to keep going. I mean, we've listen, look at where we are now with people living into their 80s and 90s routinely. Yep. Uh but um listen, wouldn't you love to Spend a couple of decades as a wizened old fossil. <laughs> Is it? Um, are there supplements that you need to take? Well, they're just no. So they've they've tested this this stuff. So I mean, genetically, there's a. Pro- I guess they've talked about this for a long time about just basically shifting off the aging process. Yeah, I've because yeah. uh, I started taking these supplements that I heard on a Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, that uh, you know it's it, it it sort of comes at you. On the cellular level, yeah. But uh, every morning I take this stuff that I heard on this podcast. I don't necessarily know if I want to say it out loud because uh, I don't want anybody taking it <laughs> because I said it. And then uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. how's yeah. it going? I don't know. Do I look any younger? You look incredibly young. <laughs> What's wow. it supposed to do for you? Um, I, I don't even know. I mean, it's like well, so scientific. I, like I, I wouldn't be able to. Uh, you, wait, wait. You don't know what it's supposed to do for you? The and results you're taking are it? many and varied. But you won't know what they are. <laughs> the problem is, I can't uh, regurgitate. I, I want to achieve something. I'm not sure what it is. Can I have a pill that I'm not sure if it's working? I think you're confused by what I'm asking you. Okay. I, I don't need to know what it's doing in your body. What is the result you're looking for? To lose weight? To, to, oh, no, to no, get no. stronger? To what? To s- slow aging? Slow down the aging slow process. Slow down the aging like, process. You know, man. To, to attack okay. the aging process at the cellular level. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, volunteers at in a California study were given three common drugs for one year. One was a growth hormone mm. and two diabetes medications. Yep. Uh, does that sound familiar? Yeah. Oh, okay. Scientists had been testing the drugs in the hope of regenerating the thymus gland. Thymus. The thymus gland is located... Used to be a great radio broadcaster. No. <laughs> this will... <laughs> thymus in the morning. This will this will ring a bell, Steve. So the thymus gland is located behind your sternum and between your lungs and is only active in puberty. This actually comes from uh, the novel, uh, The um, the Passage. Uh, when when they create, Kicks in. When they create those vampires. Yes, accidentally. It, it re starts to regrow the thymus gland. Well, why didn't you? And it, was the, and it was the, and that's why uh, the aging process slowed down, and these people, these creatures, would live for uh, long periods. Don't Ooh. tell me. Tell the daywalker sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thymus gland. Uh, let's see. Well, after after puberty, the thymus starts to slowly shrink and become replaced by fat. Scientists found. Thank you. 
that participants had lost an average of two and a half years on their, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this. Uh, uh, exculpatory. Oh, no, 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 uh, epigenetic clock. Okay. Meanwhile, the participants' immune systems also showed signs of rejuvenation. Wow. The scientists were absolutely shocked by their findings. UCLA researcher Steve Horvath said, I'd expected to see slowing down of the clock, but not a reversal. And, you make some incredible advances. And uh, that <laughs> that felt kind of futuristic, he said. That is that is interesting that that, one, that that kicks in for puberty and then ceases to work. Now, here's the deal. The I think they've only tested it on like nine people. Nine people. So That's the, enough for me. So the study is very small. The scientists are planning a larger study with more diverse participants by age, gender, and ethnicity. And the three drugs are being tested independently to determine their specific effects. So what's the level of result that they've achieved as far as retarding the aging process? Now, that I don't know. I, I just know that basically they've seen, he says, they've see, showed signs of uh, uh, signs of rejuvenation and... Uh, Bloodlust? Well, that might be a side effect. Uh, but the, but there's been a reversal. So a now, reversal nice. indicates you're actually you're getting you're getting young. I mean Benjamin you're, you're, Button. Benjamin Button exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's not going to happen. Uh, that's what I'm. It, as you okay. like as you aptly described it as the holy grail. But who knows what is achievable yeah. now? You know. But I mean, still <laughs> a. a um, there's a lot of smart people. I mean, out years there. ago, you know, the Social Security, as we said before many times, was oh. 65 because the thought was you wouldn't live much longer than that. And now people are routinely living decades longer. Mm. Interesting. How have you felt? How long have you been taking this? So, uh, for about a month. Um, so, here's the deal. Like, I'm also, I want to start, uh, you know, working out more. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. I want to start working out. <laughs> well, it's still more. Yeah. Technically, yeah. the first yeah, sentence was correct. More. Anything over nothing is more. Yes. Uh, the problem is I haven't like uh, gotten into a routine. The kids are, are barely back at school, yeah. and I've barely been able to get into a routine. Um, but there is a routine on the way, and so... Um, this, well, I think, will probably have a better effect on me once, uh, you know, I start... It gives you, know, you a boost. Pumping and stuff like All that. Right. It's not necessarily... No, it's not a boost. All right. Because I don't want that. Like, I don't want that uh, jittery uh, sort of... I know of, what you mean. So let me ask you. I don't, I don't, I, I, but, so this is more on the recovery level of, of a workout than it is on the actual workout itself. Right. There are things like resveratrol and stuff that That's are, what I'm taking. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what it is? That's one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, there are people that blink, believe that, you know, HGH is a, is a wonder drug and that it's actually beneficial to you. So Stallone was caught, well, not caught, but I mean, he was, I well, guess, he was caught, yeah. yeah, with, uh, with it, I guess, was it Japan or whatever? I thought it was Australia. Either so they way, use, yeah. uh, when you, when, you know, it's a, it's a recovery, um, you know, uh, drug. So who knows? Who knows? Did you tell Dr. Mike you're taking this? No. no he's you not. just did. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's probably going to have but a thing so or two to say about it. The thing is, doing. there was the, a doctor. So the, <laughs> the reason I, I was taking is because, the, you know, Rogan was talking to a doctor himself who yes. is taking it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not like, you Can't know. Can it be it was, all that bad? Well, it's not like Sylvester Stallone was taking it. It's like, no, this is, Dr. A, doctor, this is a doctor from Harvard who. Yes, hold, my, hold on my patient. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hold all my patience. Hold all my patience. Uh, I'm seeing somebody who's a broadcaster. <laughs> Does it hurt when you do that? Then don't do that. Yeah. All right, what were you going to say, Case? Uh, no, so it's, 
you know, it wasn't some, you know, quack. It was a, you know, a, it was Harvard, a guy on a podcast. It was a hard Harvard medical doctor who has been taking these, you know, I was like, okay, this dude's taking it. Then I trust a Harvard doctor. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, you know. I mean, you might you could vet it a little bit more through Mike if you wanted to. Mike is Mike is obviously a very uh, is Doctor Mike is a very forward thinker when it comes to right. If it works, he's all for it. If it seems like you know hokum, then was, he's probably not. It was vetted a couple of different ways. A it was this guy, but I had heard about this guy through my little brother who had been on it for a couple of months. It was doing uh, wonders for him. What did he, he feel he was seeing as a result? Uh, well, he was seeing his um, his ability to uh, to go longer in the gym. Yeah, uh, you know the recovery from it as well because he my brother's been having like really really bad hip problems. But right. I, I mean it's not doing anything for his hip because that's like a genetic thing. There's nothing right. they can do about that. But then he'd also told my cousin about. My cousin is not a better living by science kind of guy, and but he also works out a lot. Like he he goes for hundred mile bike rides, like I'm you know walking down the hall, right? And uh, so he started taking it, and he found benefits through it as well. All right, so I was like, okay, you know, if it's working for these guys, the Harvard doctor says so. All right, let me has let- Doctor Oz hit it. Uh, I don't know, but I was like, let me take it out for a spin. All right, you know, at least take it out for a spin. Do one month. <laughs> I had uh, pie in the sky dreams of actually, uh, you know, right doing a hundred mile bike ride. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, I just haven't gotten around to that. Instead, I developed labia. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Okay, you know, I was thinking about what's the um, uh, the the movie Will Smith is in where they cure cancer. Oh, uh, you're, uh, I am legend. I am legend. So yeah. the the downside is a a rage virus that turns the population into uh, blood sucking yeah. uh, yeah. vampires. They have one hundred percent cancer cure yeah. rate. But yeah, uh, yeah you, there uh, is a downside. There's a downside yeah. to this. There's side effects. For symptoms everything. may <laughs> symptoms may include a rage virus that reduces your entire family to blood sucking predators. Um. Well, let us know how that goes. I will. And, or uh, maybe we'll just see it. Yeah. You, when you <laughs> come in and <laughs> you look like, where's your dad? Yeah. No, it's me yeah. and Casey, and I've never felt better. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. Oh my God! Can you even drive legally? Wow. Of course, I just need a booster seat. Give me a hug. Uh, somebody recommended a name for this segment is uh, the Resident. The Resident. Ooh, I like there the you go. I like the sound of it. I right. like that. The Resident. Uh, I am the Resident. Uh, and I'm working have... on theme songs here. This How about is ER. uh, Africa from Toto? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how about a, the Witch Doctor? It's a delightful <laughs> song. Ooh, the Witch are E Ah Ooh Ah E Bang Bang. We can go along with that. This is uh, this is ER. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is ER. I like this. How about the Fanny Doctor? What's the Fanny Doctor? Doctor Lowe Ryerson of the Fanny Doctor. You don't oh, know the oh, fanny oh, doctor? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dr. Noel Myerson, yes. I have a real pain in my <clears throat> butthole. <laughs> <laughs> really danced around that one. <laughs> How do I say Why would you clear your throat and then just say it anyway? <laughs> I have a real pain in my <clears throat> butthole. <laughs> Hey, Steve, what's the matter over there? Well, I've been eating a lot of ribs, and I have a real pain in my <clears throat> butthole. Oh. You don't need to cough. Right. Oh, my God. Hey, Steve, why, why aren't you sitting down? Well, I have a real pain in my uh, <clears throat> butthole. Use some reverb on yeah. what you do. Butthole! Huh. 
Why didn't you call the fanny doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm crapping blood. I can't stop. It's very painful. And parts of my ass are falling out. I'm worried. Make a call. Okay. <laughs> Uh, My sphincter is distended like six feet. It looks like I'm sitting on a pole. Looks like I'm doing a constant limbo dance. Isolate the uh, the reverb butthole, if you would, please, Marissa. Oh, okay, well, this is going to pale in comparison to the story that I have told in butthole talk, but... A new study. It does involve smell. All right. Okay. Which, which buttholes, buttholes have. <laughs> A new study. I'm always looking for a A new study has suggested the smell of lemon can make people feel thinner and lighter. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that they, they, uh, this has been you've uh, in your various other incarnations as the noticer and everything have, have um, talked about the the power of citrus to influence or assist in maintaining a diet. Get uh, me lemons. Yeah, yeah the. Uh, <laughs> The study was done at the University of Sussex uh, Computer Human Interact- I put a lemon in my <clears throat> butthole. <laughs> is your butthole thinner? <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyhow, it improves. It says uh, that they had this at the University of Sussex Computer Human Interaction Lab. Scientists went... Further and said that the aroma actually boosts body image. I think of aroma. I think of coffee or a spa. I don't think of one's anus. <laughs> no, this is we're talking. This is lemons. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're on the Weren't you? you you're no! the, your brain's on the butthole over there. My brain's on the butthole. Uh, I was thinking a pledge. Well, but you uh... said you because you did say sphincter smell, and I thought that's where we're going. No. I said lemons. I said sphincter smell, and this is a it's smell a segue. story. How did they miss yep. that? So anyway, scientists uh, said that it improves your self-esteem and body image. It doesn't actually make you thinner, Kathy. It just makes you feel, feel thinner. thinner. Yeah. Oh. So according to the lead student, they said our brain holds several mental models of one's own body appearance, which are necessary for successful interactions with the environment. And these body perceptions are continuously updated in response to sensory inputs received from outside and inside the body. So our, our study shows how the sense of smell can influence the image that we have in our mind of our body and on the feelings and emotions towards it. Can it help? So it can help you with a better vis- visualization of yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's the simple, so the simple aroma yes. of a lemon... Or it, would this hold yeah. true for any citrus? No, it just says lemon. Just lemon, okay. So, do uh, you guys do the um, uh, the diffusers at home with I the do. and everything? My wife is no. crazy over them. I, I, I'm with you, Kathy. I know that you're sensitive yeah. to smells as well. Though that will, it kind of, it can, I, I think it helps trigger a migraine in me personally. Yeah, really? Can, can, I think that's, it's, that's I think it's one me. of the that's triggers. That's what I, I get. And a Rochelle knows that. Headache. Yeah, but she hasn't. Uh, as long as I'm not right around it, like I was, I was doing some work, and there was one nearby me, and He'll I was be just like, "Dead soon." <laughs> <laughs> and, and sure enough, uh, yesterday, you know, you remember how I was dragging yesterday? I just yes. didn't feel right. I started to get a migraine later in the day, and I, I think I correlated it with that. I'm not a fan of those things, and I, I think for that same reason, it's just it's an artificial smell. The one thing we do have around the house are. Um, 
the they uh, they they they're plugins, but they release uh, a cat pheromone that keeps the cats relaxed. Oh no, right. kidding! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I should get that. Can you smell it at all? Or is not it at t- all? Okay. So oh. here's here's an interesting thing. Meanwhile, the smell of vanilla has the opposite effect. Makes make, you feel like a pig? Making people feel thicker and heavier. Huh. And I love the sense of So do I. Uh, it could lead to a novel and more effective therapy for people with body perception disorders or the development of interactive clothes and wearable technology. Uh, they could use scent to enhance people's self-confidence and recalibrate distorted feelings of body weight. That's interesting. I envy people who um, are just don't, you know, they just shake what they got and they're just, you know, it does yeah. not matter. Yeah, like Bert sure. Kreischer, for Christ's sake. Is there a guy more comfortable in his skin, uh, you know? Casey's that way. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I I try to use it as a, as a you know, punchline or a joke or whatever. Right, right. And sometimes when people want to add on to the joke. Yeah. Like, Shut up, man. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Well, yeah, you know, you, I've, I've said stuff before and you're like, dude, you can't say that. You're not I'm like, but you it. say it all the time. It's different. Mm. It, I, it's it's different. I understand yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. No, I mean it's your it's your prerogative, and 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 yeah, no, yeah. I get it. I get it completely. But that um, we were talking about that artist yesterday, Lizzo Press, that you're not familiar with, but she is. That's uh, her whole thing. That's she's her whole gal. thing. Yeah, yeah, she's a big gal, and like she performed at the the VMAs. I guess it was with a, a bunch of uh, a plus uh, size uh, ladies with assless yeah chaps. I do wonder the people that that appear that way but maybe deep inside their conscious a conscience well they, um, they'll laugh before you do yeah you know it's a, it's a, yeah you know yeah. what i mean a defense mechanism of sorts maybe it's something there's just some people who are just i think um are just cool uh, they're they're cool yeah. with their own skin yeah, you know probably. Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, that's, a cool, well, that's a good place to be at there there are studies that have proven time and time again that african-american women are more comfortable in their bodies than white women are yeah. and and lizzo is just an example of that but um, you know if if you get out in front of the joke before other people it is a good way to deflect it too so you can't make fun of her because she's already done it right uh i'm i'm uh, conscious of my uh of course you know body t- and and appearance and and i you know when i i definitely will work to try to make things more appealing to myself. Well, you also you know. feel you you like to feel better, and yeah, and, that's you true know, too. I, I mean, that's 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 part of the deal. It's funny know. when you wake up some mornings feeling fat, and some mornings you wake up feeling thin. Like uh, you yeah. know, it depends on what you know. If you had ice cream right before bed the night before, and you you wake up feeling bloated and gross, and the other <sighs> days you feel like, oh, yeah, I actually kind of look decent today. If I have ice cream before I go to bed, I'll wake up next morning with a discomfort in my uh, <clears throat> butthole. <laughs> <laughs> No, the uh, um, I was, yeah, there are those times when you wake up and you go, "What the hell did I do?" Right? I jump yeah. on the scale every single morning. <laughs> do just, you? Yes. Yeah, it's just what I do. I, I start brushing my teeth. I jump on the scale. Huh. My dog sits next to me. I weigh uh, myself every day. Every day, but yeah. like so. But what's interesting is today I felt fatter than normal, and I jumped on the scale, and I had actually weighed a pound less today than I did yesterday. There you I'm go. Like, well, that's Crazy. weird. I guess, and, and there was a scent of vanilla in the air. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, uh, here's something else uh, that I, the resident, have uh, to share with you. What's this one from? Uh, this is Dr. Music. Oh. Sun goes by. Dr. Music. Okay. I don't know. I'm just trying it all out. Uh, so if you've been waiting to give up your pet's pig ears, 
Oh, oh the yeah. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention advises that now is the time to do that. So pig ears are like a snack for dogs. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And in many cases, they're pig ears. Uh, yep. pig ears. Got it. Yes. A warning about a multi-state salmonella breakout <laughs> tied to the treats has been updated to include all pig ear products. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we got mm. off those a while ago, and now we just give our dog diabetes fingers. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had to stop giving my dogs pig ears because the one loves them. Yeah, but it gives them diarrhea or something fierce. So uh, I got to in the bowl. No, the the, the, um, uh, the you see them all over the place. I, you got to be careful with this stuff, um, and you know do do a little due diligence on it because you don't want to give your dog something that's going to be um, bad for them. Yeah. Are pig ears bad? Well, I mean, uh, they've had issues like this before with the, yeah, with the pig the ears salmonella. and salmonella and stuff like that. So we we don't do it. A uh, total of 127 people infected with the outbreak strains of salmonella have been reported for from uh, 33 states. The CDC said 26 people have been hospitalized. 24 of the illnesses have been in children younger than five. What are people sucking on these things? Uh, no deaths have been reported. Animals and their humans can uh, get sick from simply handling these treats. Wow! Or caring for a dog who has eaten one. Uh, symptoms of salmonella infection in humans include diarrhea, fever, and stomach cramps. Uh, it may be harder to identify the infection in a dog, uh, but look for diarrhea, which may be bloody, mm. sluggish or tired <sighs> behavior, and possible vomiting or fever. How, uh, does, do your dogs uh, vomit with any regularity? Will you? Uh... Not regularly, yeah. no. They, uh, um, Rook, the, the boy, used to get uh, car sick. We really? Were, yeah, when we were huh. taking him to the vet or anything like that, but yeah. he's, he's back. He, he's okay with it now. But no, they're, they're not regular pukers, thank God. So with the cats, you know, you get fur balls, so, you know, periodically, and that's a natural sure. thing. So like, I'll be sitting there, you know, in the, in the quiet of the house at night, and you'll hear, <laughs> yep, somewhere in the house. And I know. Try to make a mental note of where I think that is. <laughs> just don't walk. So you don't step on it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the one thing that I that is better. About my cat's vomit than my dog's. Is, it is tastes my, better. No, well, no, they taste about the same. <laughs> okay. But uh, no, the dog's vomit is way more like liquidy, and the cat seems to be, unless that's just a fur ball. But yeah, when they little spit up a fur ball, sometimes you'll get that, and then, but it, and it can be very liquidy too. Yeah. My one cat, Dutch, um, has uh, really has no idea what his teeth are for. He just inhales <laughs> his food, and uh, we get that with him. So. Yep. Uh, so the CDC recommends that uh, adults and children wash their hands after playing or feeding their pet, and owners should discourage their pets from uh, licking humans' faces after they eat, or from uh, licking open wounds. And there are artificial uh, licking them. There are artificial um, uh, things that are kind of like the, the the pig's ears. Uh, mm-hmm. Have sort of the same texture, but they're they're better. I know you have to stay away from rawhide. I believe. Yeah, it's another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Uh, the TV show you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, don't let them watch Raw. <laughs> Raw yeah, because... the dog should watch Gunsmoke. Yes. <laughs> it is kind of funny when dogs or watch Bonanza. TV. Bonanza is yeah. even better. I'm sorry, Case. When wa- the dogs actually watch TV, uh, that's really, really funny, I think. My cat was watching Starship uh, Troopers last night, and I was very proud of him. <laughs> My wow. cat hates uh, Vanna White. She goes nuts when she goes. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, when we watch Wheel after, uh, after Jeopardy. She can't stand when Vanna walks back and forth. <laughs> Why does she get paid for that? <laughs> I'll try to get video next time we watch it. It's pretty hilarious. But yeah, like anything that they watch on TVs. Here's a it's text. Amusing. Here's a text from a veterinarian, Doctor Good. 
says, uh, give baby carrots and fresh green beans. They can be used as healthy treats and help decrease weight. Uh, my, my dog will go for vegetable. Um, we'll go for vegetables, which is Oh, amazing. it says for those animals that have a body image problem. <laughs> <laughs> my cats will eat anything. They're like dogs. No, really? Yeah, anything. Anything. Vegetables, like uh, anything. My cat, it's- Oscar, eats popcorn. Like, yeah. I've asked the vet, is there something wrong with him? Because he will eat, he never stops eating and will eat anything. <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> no, some of them will do that. Like, like, like wrapping paper and things like that. Oh, pla- they oh, throw yeah. up plastic. Oh, plastic they love the it. I can't leave the Target bags on the floor when I come in from the store. I have to immediately put everything away yeah. and put the plastic bags away. Why do they eat plastic uh, the, the, bags? The texture, uh, something about the texture gets them and they'll eat that. Uh, both uh, Punky, Oscar, and. Um, who else does it? Uh, cupcake will do in our house. I had these cute little Spider-Man gift bags for Jace's birthday party a few weeks ago, and I left them out on the counter. Yeah. And I came back. I can't. I woke up the next morning, and they had eaten the tops of the bag on every single bag. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, do your dogs bark when uh, whenever they hear a doorbell, like on TV and stuff. Yeah. No. Or or another uh, dog on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I was my dog will just turn to me. I know that's TV. <laughs> <laughs> my dogs don't, and, and my mom every time she gets a she a text, through. <laughs> no, every time she gets a text message, it's a doorbell. I'm like, can you please change your text message? <laughs> oh my god, the dogs bark oh, every oh, single funny. time. Yeah, that's she hasn't funny. changed it. Yet? Yeah, she hasn't changed it. I'm like, she must find she... it funny. I I, I feel I like... changed it to a cat, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like on TV they should have a universal. Doorbell sound that's not an actual doorbell. Kind of like how every phone number is 555 on TV and the movies. Right. Like, every doorbell should be like, yeah. yeah, something like that. So, so that my, the door. my dogs don't go crazy yeah. every single time because you there's you don't know how many doorbells there are in TV there, shows. There are a couple things, not to go off on a tangent yeah. here, but the, the thing that they so and so often use for their, uh, their alarm sound mm. Wake up alarm is exactly yeah. my alarm. Mine too, and I effing hate it. Casey, about the doorbell, you should start a hashtag campaign. Maybe, the, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe they'll take note. Yeah, and all of Hollywood will stop using the standard doorbell sound effect. Yeah, have like a, a different one that's yeah. just for. And so universally, we know. Okay, that's a doorbell. That's not really a doorbell. But to make sure Casey's dogs don't <laughs> yeah. bark. Not just my dogs. They create. That's what you said. But dogs all over the dogs land. all over the land. <laughs> all right. I have one more story. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, from the uh, the resident. Uh, what I'm piece waiting. of music are we going to get now? Oh. Uh-huh, Dr. Brown. Miser was playing this earlier this morning. I'm a master of uh, this song catalog. Yes, you are. Uh, you sound just like him. I know, it's amazing. By the way, do you want to sing the first note here? Nah, I don't want to show him up. Okay. Uh, let's see. Diseases are reemerging in some parts of America. Uh, this story was out of Los Angeles, so it does say, including Los Angeles County, uh, that we haven't commonly seen since the Middle Ages. This is terrifying. One of those is typhus. Yes. A, a disease carried by fleas that feed on rats, which in turn feed on the garbage and sewage that is prominent yeah. in uh, people-packed typhus zones. Although typhus can be treated with antibiotics, the challenge is to identify and treat the disease in resistant, hard-to-access populations such as the homeless, or the extremely poor in developing countries. Homeless areas are at risk for also, this is the interesting part, leprosy. I saw this. <laughs> leprosy also, is... Also known as Hansen's disease. Back on the rise, Preston, yep. with typhus. So there's a lot of these are these 
homeless encampments where they set up tents, so they're they're literally living on the street. But they haven't seen this stuff since you know that that these were prevalent in the Middle Ages. Jeez. Well, you had that story two weeks ago about the bubonic plague, where that fish festival was going to happen. Was there ever any follow up on that? It was like the prairie dogs were involved, and I never like they had. That to... was the opening band. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> prairie dogs are open for fish. Yeah, <laughs> weren't they? Ju- wasn't the disease jumping from the prairie dogs to I potentially so. to like to people, and so they had to cancel it, it, the festival? It is no. a, again a flea element. Yeah, they didn't cancel the festival. They just canceled the camping for it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So leprosy involves a microbacteria. Tuberculosis is another microbacteria. Uh, it is very difficult to transmit and very easy to treat with a cocktail of three antibiotics. Yet, according to the CDC, there are more than 200,000 new cases of leprosy reported in the world every year, with two-thirds of them in India, home yeah. to one-third of the world's poor. Uh, but untreated Hansen's disease, or leprosy, uh, causes disabilities over time, with the peripheral nerves affected and the fingers and toes becoming numb. It's crazy. Now, multi uh, bacillary Hansen's disease, the more serious version, and this is what you usually think about when you when you hear about leprosy, causes skin lesions, nodules, plaques, and nasal congestion with eye involvement, corneal ulcers, and sometimes blindness can occur. Yeah. Uh. When you've seen the classic like, leper colony things in movies and stuff like that, that's what you're talking about. Nodules. Like in the beginning of the, uh, of the fog, you know, they sink that... It set that ship on fire because it has lepers on it. Uh, according to the CDC, there are between one and two hundred new cases of leprosy reported in the U.S. every year. Mm. Uh, leprosy is still more prevalent in Central America and South America, with more than twenty thousand new cases per year. Well, what was the name of the disease that uh, escapes in uh, the stand? Oh, they call it Captain Trips. Captain Trips. That's yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it seems only a matter of time before leprosy. Uh, could take hold among the homeless population in an area such as Los Angeles County with close to 60,000 homeless people and 75% of those lacking even temporary shelter or adequate hygiene and medical treatment. So they're having to they're having to break out, you know, a little more awareness uh, for things like leprosy and typhus. And it's getting exponentially worse. A guy who's really banging the drum on this and he's trying to just make the case that you've got to do something now is uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky. He's really? The, yeah, he's the guy who's leading, uh, at least he's trying to get the people over there in L.A. to, to really do something because it's only going to get worse. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Hang on just a second. We had uh, uh, Dennis wanted to chime in about something. We were talking about the animals a second ago. Hi, Dennis. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what yeah. do you want to share with us, bud? Yeah, Kathy, that, uh, the cat's eating plastic bags. It's called Pika. That's and, it. Uh, we- we had a cat who who ate a, a full plastic bag, and we had to pull it out of its <clears throat> butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it's so actually little, called something? It's Pika, yeah. I don't He's know, right. I think it's like P-I-C-A, I think mm. that's how you spell it. And yeah. they, they just have like an obsession with eating plastic bags. But yeah, mm. a little bit was hanging out of his, his butthole, and we had to hold him down and pull out what, what? we thought was going to be a little bit. It was a full Target bag that came out. We slowly had to get it out. Dennis, they also eat, they also eat like um, gift wrap ribbon. 
Uh, yep. they, all of that yeah. stuff. People, people can the... get that as well. You hear yes. about people who eat dirt and yep. sand, Kathy? That's yeah. what that is. Steve, they, they ate the, um, the, from the balloons, the no, string the, from the balloons. They, they yeah. love it. I it's, found the vomit the next morning. If you were to leave that out with my cat Dutch, he would eat it. He would consume it. Yeah. No problem. Over the past month, both of my dogs have eaten paper towels, and when I'm taking them for a walk, I literally have to pull paper towels out of their... <clears throat> <laughs> we now, the, the difference is, though, if you, if you, uh, at least they're wiping their own ass in the process. Yes. Wait right? I want to hear this one more time. <laughs> Dear God. That is a new ringtone or text message alert right there. Yeah, get that one in your mouth. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got to take this. Play it again. <laughs> That has a lot of bottom yeah. on. It. Well, there's it. You're. Yeah. I mean, you were eating yeah. the microphone when you screamed it. So <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something from a video game. Like I know, a, you know yeah. an old video game where it was just distorted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anyhow, I have to wrap up this segment. It's all the uh, the doctor is out. Yes, uh, <laughs> playing have, golf. Yeah, we got a lunch break. Uh, we'll be back later on. But while I'm on lunch. I like, I like to go to Anna's Corner Store, and uh, they have their signature sandwich here with us today. Their stuff is so good. Uh, their road beef special, it says here. The road beef special. No, it's supposed to be roast, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. Do you like sacred on your sandwich? Please read the things you write how before the hell you does, to if, me. How does roast end up road? <laughs> the road beef. <laughs> because it's a word? And so spell check's not going to check it because it's an actual word. It's the road beef special. <laughs> Put that on the menu. Road beef. Mm, this squirrel is fresh. <laughs> <laughs> the roast their food beef is superb. I mean, made to uh, a, a higher standard. Made with uh, Deeds of Awesome Roast Beef and uh, Swiss with uh, homemade Russian dressing and coleslaw on a hoagie roll. Just one of the many reasons they've won Best Deli in the Best Monco competition every year since they opened. How about That's that? That's sensational. That's how great they are. And, uh, of course, we said um, uh, Alfio's award-winning Caesar salad has been on display and up for grabs here. Alfio is here, made the amazing Caesar salad in his badass special bowl. Which he has made this salad for... Um... Heads Florence of Henderson, State, yeah. Florence Henderson. Yes. Uh, the Pope. No. Jesus. Okay, well, if you want to, <laughs> sure. Uh, but anyhow, they've been feeding uh, us this morning, so we do appreciate it. Uh, Marissa told me before we take a break that uh, we now have uh, this <laughs> as a ringtone. It is now available. So if you want, just call it Steve's Butthole. <laughs> Steve's Butthole. If you want it, <laughs> you, can, you can now. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was going to go twice. Sorry. Uh, you can now get that at PrestonSteve.com. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. More of the Back to School A to Z. We are in the W's. And uh, let's find out what's next together. And uh, we'll return in just a moment. So stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. Sunday, October 27th. The event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa. Awards for top finishers in multiple age groups and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly 
first. Thanks, Kath, and thanks also to our really f- real Philly Deli, uh, Anna's Corner store, for uh, coming in this morning. Uh, voted best coffee in Get to Know Montco, by the way. What? Yeah, Sundays are also Senior Sundays at Anna's, and all seniors get 10% off their homemade food. You can check them out at therealphillydeli.com. Realphillydeli.com. So thank you to Deets and Watson. Great stuff. Uh, yes, and of course, uh, thank you to Alfio for bringing in uh, the salad and making it live here in the studio for He's us. He's the best. Um, by the way, uh, I'd like to do a shout out if you don't mind. Uh, this is from, uh, Cole who wrote in and said, August 24th, 2018, my father, Christopher David Heiser, uh, suffered two strokes after feeling and showing symptoms for over a 36 hour period. He was taken to the ER, spent around six weeks in the stroke unit and rehabilitation center in Reading. Flash forward to today. My father has taken his experience seriously and completed completely changed his lifestyle to where he walks an average six to eight miles a day. Awesome. And has lost almost 100 pounds. That's great. Although there are some lasting effects on his ability to use certain muscles, he is doing quite well and leads the healthiest lifestyle out of anyone I know. See, you can do it. Folks. You can. Yes, you can. That's sensational. Yep. Hopefully you don't need the motivation of a stroke to get you to do it. Yeah. Um. He says, you guys at MMR have been a habitual listening station for my father for many, many years. In turn, uh, when I was younger, I would listen when I was in the car with him, uh, but only about five years ago realized how awesome you all are at WMMR. Uh, Now it is something that we can talk about and bond over as father and son, even texting each other the word of the day in hopes of winning uh, prize money. That's good. Uh, Anyway, I know he would love it to receive even the slightest of shart-outs. Do we have a little slight, just an itty-bitty? I I do. do, It's a different one. Let's do that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, That's for Cole. Now, you can give him a bigger one. I just thought it would be fun because he said the slightest of shart-outs. I can give a a longer one. That can always work out, too. But... And there you go. Uh, there you go, Cole, and to your your dad, uh, Christopher. Happy to hear he's doing better. That's excellent. That's wonderful. Hey, speaking of doing better, the landmark Melrose Diner in South Philly is going to be reopening on, uh, well, a week from tomorrow on the 11th. That's Wait, very cool. No, I'm tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 11th. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so you ain't stuck in dog years. They are reopening. They've been out for six weeks. Uh, they first believed it was a, a minor fire that happened there. Uh, but it was a little more extensive than they had anticipated. And it'll reopen that day at 8 a.m. And we'll offer a 50% discount until 8 p.m. Landmark is right. I mean, everyone, you know. Yeah. Well, everybody place. who knows goes to Yeah, Melrose. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, do they still have, like, little mini jukeboxes at um, at diners anymore? Is that a- I used to love those. Me where too. At each table, you'd put your quarters in and mm-hmm. you would, uh, you know, some, yeah. some of them do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know of any around here that specifically do, but yeah, I'm sure they still there's, do this. There's a, yeah, it's almost a chain, I think. There's a few of them. Anyway, it's called the Silver Dollar, uh, and they're down in Northern Virginia, and they have them at the tables. Case. Okay. And okay. it's it's quarter. You know, you put it in, and, and you got, I don't know, 50, 60 songs to choose from. You'd sit there and go, yeah. you know, keep flicking through the different uh, pages. Yeah, that's something I hope doesn't ever go away. Well, on a nostalgic yeah. level, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, you remember in Rain Man, he sits there and he flips through them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Drives him nuts. Uh-huh. And, uh, but then he had memorized every single title. That's true. Uh, so Melrose opened in 1954 on the former site of a police and fire station on 15th Street between Snyder and West Passyunk Avenues, or Passyunk, however you prefer to say it. 
Firefighters quickly contained the blaze. No injuries were reported, but apparently there was damage to the roof and ventilation system that was a little more severe than they had initially thought. Yeah, no one knew exactly, and, and the thought was, oh, okay, this is just going to be a, a quick turnaround, just a little bit of repair and uh, more substantial, but I'm sure everyone's thrilled to have it back. Marissa? This is a Magnata family staple. Oh, Melrose really? Diner. Yeah, pretty much my parents and my aunt and uncle will meet at Melrose at least two times a week. Really? Wow. That often? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because they also, uh, we're all night owls, so we'll eat at like, yeah, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock, and this is where you can go. Okay. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you meet there at 10 o'clock at night? I, I actually haven't been in years. Okay. Really? So. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go and get all oh, their butter cookies. Are so good. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm a diner man. I love diners. Yeah, I've been great. in ages. My wife doesn't like diners, so we don't really, really? go anymore. Yeah, I heard, and I don't know if really? this is the case. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, uh, that they're closing down the trolley car diner, which is on Germantown Avenue, and I don't know if someone can verify or. or... Uh, I know that one. Right. It, it it has the little actual trolley car out in front of it, and it's a wonderful diner, and I uh, hear it might be going away. Those they're, they're fewer and farther between, but they're always fun. Yeah. Preston, I, why doesn't your wife like diners? Just out of curiosity, because I'm not really a fan either. Um, but I have a reason. I never really asked, but every time I had taken one, you know, afterwards, she was like, meh, didn't really care for it. So didn't really, really love the yeah. food. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't like, well, and I shouldn't say diners. I think it's most breakfast locations because I can't stand the way I smell when I leave. Oh, uh, yeah. It gets in my hair you and I have sex. to <laughs> No, I have to go home and shower. It's disgusting. Have How you was, ever been to, to uh, it's um, it's on, uh, to, is it is it Bob's? Bob's yes. Diner. Right, was right, right I went there. Ridge. I went there almost every, when my wife and I first started dating. It's great. She lived in Maniunk. We yeah. would go there all the time. And it's right on a, uh, you have a great view of the cemetery. Yeah. Well, Preston went there. Uh, we all went there after work one time and. You have you. Yeah, I was on the a elusive to find the greatest tuna melt in the world, and I still haven't found it. Ah, I think I like, still make the best tuna melt. But uh, you like Bono? But I, I gave up on it because, and I think that might have been the last one that I had. I had it there. Listen, Bob's, you probably have wonderful food, but your tuna melt was not up to my standard, so I didn't yeah. care for it. Yeah. Uh, but I've I've since bailed on my looking for the great tuna melt. I just don't think I've ever gone to a diner and not gotten breakfast food. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I'm going to stop saying really. Really? Yeah. I'm going to start saying for reals. Yeah. yeah. Nah. For reals? Nah. For real, though? No, and really. then the response totes my goats. Yeah. So. It's even if it's uh, 10 o'clock at night, if, you know. And that, like, so my buddy uh, growing uh, in college, his parents owned a diner, and he called it a family restaurant. Really? <laughs> yeah. I said, do you guys serve breakfast all day? He said, yeah. I go, then it's a diner, dude. Like, if you serve pancakes at 10 o'clock at night... It's a diner. Yeah, that's usually the, the mm. s- sort of the line, right? It's got to have a counter. It's got to have some pie. It had pie. B- both and both, yes. I pie, like a piece of that pie. The pie has to be under glass. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep, in order for that to be a yeah. diner. You guys have been to Man- uh, Manella's on the main line, right? In Wayne? It's pretty good. Where is that? Uh, it's right next to the Chili's in Wayne. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I'm 30. <laughs> so you never had a burger at a diner? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Burgers at diners are essential. What about yeah. a patty And melt? the big press and the big fries. Yeah. Patty melt? I don't That's, think so. I was about to say patty melt, and then I'm like, okay, well, I only eat things with the word melt in them at diners. <laughs> but I love, yeah, patty melt is another one that I go for. I love I mean, patty melt. The word melt. Yeah. I'm I love the word I like patty. A, I like a good melt. <laughs> Uh, so and it, does nothing to sneeze. Uh, you know, Steve, <laughs> as far as words go, yes, yeah. that's an article. Right the there. trolley, <laughs> the trolley car diner will close this fall. Oh, man. Uh, really? 
Shut up. Really? <laughs> For <Yeah>. reals? <laughs> uh, October 15th. That's sad. In Mount Airy. Well, we should uh, all I don't go. think I've ever been there. Well, the, first off, it's great. And then right across the way, hidden in the hedges. Is a way to get into the park system. The, oh. oh, yeah. There's just a, the trail there that goes down to the Cresham Trail and to all sorts of uh, other trails. It's a wonderful little point of entry, sort of secret right across. That's always my landmark. Mm. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're gonna. They're they're actually doing something really nice in support of the uh, the diners' employees. The ownership is reser- reserving a hundred thousand dollars in bonuses for staff to stay through the closure. Aww. Really. Really? Yeah. Uh, so, the, okay, it's sad, but it's good that they're doing that. That's a, that's a cool thing. It was the the Gateway Diner on McDade Boulevard in Holmes where I, uh, where I uh, found out or discovered what a tip was. I never knew what a tip was. Just a tip. <laughs> it was my We're dad's tip. We're going to play a little game here. <laughs> it, was, it, it was my dad's tip as the well. The game's called Hold Still. <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to make Patty melt. Yeah. Because we were walking away from the table, and I was like, Dad, you left the $2 here on the table. Uh-huh. And uh, I think he might have been a little bit embarrassed because $2 wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> and you pointed it out to the entire restaurant. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go to EJ. He's got news about the trolley dinner. Hi, EJ. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening? Yeah, bud. So you get you have news on there's another trolley car diner? Yeah, the second one opened in East Falls, and I really like it because it's in my neighborhood. You can sit there and look at the river, which is pretty cool. Oh. Okay, so I didn't. Uh, and that's oh, gonna that's gonna remain open. That? Yeah, so I was there the other day, and they said yes, the other one's moving. And I said, why don't we rally and move the actual physical trolley from the original trolley to the new trolley? And he kind of scratched his chin and went, "Hmm." <laughs> the manager Jasmine about that, and it was just sort of a pipe dream. I was like, let's put the old trolley in the new trolley. I hope something nice goes into that area because it's Thanks. it's it's this open lot. It's in a nice. It's it's just. Oh, I've been here. Okay. Yes, I know exactly what uh, what he was talking about. What neighborhood and is that, Steve? That is right in East Falls. It's near ac- across from the, the the Mexican restaurant on the corner. Uh, oh, the weird... one with the pepper on it. Yes, which yeah. is not there anymore. Okay, so the, uh, Johnny Manana's. No. Johnny it... Bananas. Johnny, Johnny Manana's. Manana. I think it's Labus now. Bananas. Is it Labus? Yeah, it's, oh, not, it has... it's not Johnny Manana. But this place has su- superb food. Really good food. It, it's a brick building, and it, it kind of throws you off because it looks like a like a public building. Was Johnny Bananas in Goodfellas? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think he was. I don't know. Johnny two times? Johnny two times. Johnny know. Ding Ding. Yeah, the guy, you know, the dude that wore bananas on his head. <laughs> he tried to smoke a bench. <laughs> he, gave him a, he gave him a name. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> Johnny Bananas on Real World? Are Morgan and Johnny, Johnny Bananas dating? There's a real Johnny Bananas. Sure is. Oh dear God, he's a he looks like a a, a douchebag reality show host of some sort. Let's go. Anyway, I don't want to go off on a tangent. Here, anyway, I, anyway, oh, you um, remember him from Real World Key West? Oh, of course I do. Yeah, uh, his buddy was Key Lime, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Bananas and Key Lime. Uh, so, well, listen, the uh, this other the the other diner, they yeah, they need to use a real. Uh, if it's going to be called the trolley car diner, you need to use the trolley car. Well, I'll tell it's you like what, just a regular building. It is. It is called. Uh, you may want to give that place a shot for your tuna melt. Have you had it? You, no, but the food I had there is excellent. Okay. I don't know. Ah, hell. Kind of done with it. All right. Uh, do we have to wrap up? You're telling me. Yeah, we do. Oh. I'm telling you. That. There was a whole list of new bar locations, right? Yeah, but we can save them because we got some time before these open up. There's special pop-up bars that Marissa brought me up to speed Ooh. on. Uh, so I will hang on to that. Um, 
Am I doing this? Yeah, just one of those. Okay, because like I still one. need to do uh, Bitch Box uh, giveaways. We'll do that in a little bit. But Casey wants me to give away uh, the Eagles prize pack that we have from Shop Runner. And we'll take caller number 22 at 215-263-WMMR. And that comes along with Carson Wentz Eagles name and number shirt, uh, an Eagles hoodie, a 22-ounce Eagles stainless steel tumbler, and an Eagles NFL Pro Line by Fantastic Vintage Trucker Hat. By Fantastic Trucker All right, whatever. Uh, plus a year-long membership to ShopRunner. And ShopRunner, an e-commerce network that offers its uh, members free two-day shipping and returns across 100-plus retailers. Huh, I'll have to check this out. Uh, MMR listeners can sign up for a free one-year membership, by the way, at ShopRunner.com slash WMMR. This, uh, go for it. I like this idea. Core 22-215-263-WMMR. You get it. We're going to come back. We're going to get into the bizarre file. Uh, we also have a charity event coming up of which we are going to get one of the uh, musicians performing this event that we'll tell you about in just a second when we return. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Disturbed. Revivalists. Motionless and white. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. <laughs> it's great. It's a moment in time. Alright, let's do the Beat Files <laughs> brought to you by BHCU. Join your Delaware County Credit Union and Casey Boy this Thursday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'd love to meet him. Or noon to 2. At BHCU in Ridley Park. Enjoy free food, drinks, and giveaways federally insured by NCUA. Indonesian police are investigating allegations of masked motorcycle riders throwing bags of snakes into a dormitory. Oh, my God. And deliberately spreading terror. The hostel was the site of anti-pawpaw protests last month. You don't like papa? I guess so. Pow, 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 pow. We like mommy. No, Papua. Papua! Of course, there you go. Now it's all making sense. Last month, which then sparked uh, rolling and often violent protests across Indonesia. Well, that seems pretty austere. That's that's throwing snakes at people? Yeah, students at the East Java Accommodation, which was the target of racist taunts and protests last month, said uh, four people on two motorcycles pulled up outside the building. They threw an open sack containing a 50-pound python and another containing three aggressive snakes, which, which escaped into the compound. Uh, one of the students said, uh, we could not catch three aggressive snakes because they were moving towards the gutter in the dormitory. While the snake in the plastic bag, we managed to catch it because the snake had not come out of the bag. Yeah, that seems likely. Videos purported to be of the incident show a large python curled inside an open sack. Now, the motorcyclist fled as students hurried out of their rooms. They haven't been able to find them yet. But this is the not first time... That snakes have been used to intimidate West Papuans. Uh, in February, a U.N. panel of experts called for investigations into violence, unlawful arrests, and mistreatment after video emerged of police using a large snake to terrorize a handcuffed Papuan teenage boy. Yeah, I remember seeing that video. It was really weird. It is, yeah. In front of his face and everything. So uh, they're looking for these people. Uh, okay, I saw this. This is really weird. France has a coastal killer slime. 
For decades, potentially lethal green algae have amassed in shallow bays in Brittany's beautiful northwestern coast. Environmentalists say the blossoming of unusually large amounts of green algae are linked to nitrates and fertilizers and waste from the region's intensive uh, pig, poultry, and dairy farming flowing into the river system and entering the sea. Now, when the algae decompose, pockets of toxic gas get trapped under its crust, potentially fatal to humans if they step on it. It could kill you in seconds, they said. This is Whoa. green algae? Yeah, so you step on this stuff, this gas comes up out of there, and so you're, it can be so overwhelming, it essentially suffocates you right there. So there. if you're walking over, it's on the beach. If it washes up on the beach or you're walking in yeah, the surf. Yeah, yeah, so if... That's, a, that's, that's horrifying. So this summer, six Brittany beaches were closed because of a massive dangerous seaweed, the Bay of uh, St. Bureric. Uh, was the focus with bulldozers piling so much algae into dumper trucks that uh, the beach ran uh, on the beach that an inland treatment center where seaweed is dried out and disposed of briefly closed due to an unbearable stench. Did any, did anyone in fact die from this? Uh, well, yes. In July, the family of a man who died in the putrid seaweed sludge of the uh, Guissant Estuary. In 2016, sued the state and local authorities. Family said not enough was done to prevent the spread of seaweed, and the public was not properly warned. Wow, of the fatal danger. Uh, Jean René Alfred was a fit and was fit and preparing for a long distance race when he set out on an afternoon jog from his home. His dog returned alone. His wife and children went out to search for the for him. Uh, the area where he was found had already seen over 30 wild boar die in sludge five years before, with likely to rotting seaweed. But his body was not immediately tested or autopsied until weeks later, too late to accurately measure the role of the toxic gas. But so, there's been a couple of instances where stuff like this has happened. So you step well. on it, you release the gas, it and overtakes then, you before you can even do anything. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. It's wild. Uh, let's see. A house was extensively damaged by a fire early Friday after a man tried to light a cigarette after he had sprayed a nightstand with alcohol to kill bed bugs. Mm-hmm. Emergency crews responded to the house just after 2 a.m. Officials said six people were in the home and everybody escaped. Uh, the homeowner was trying to eliminate bed bugs using isopropyl alcohol in a pump sprayer in the bedroom. At the end of the process, felt good about it, lit up a cigarette, kaboom. Uh, the flash ignition burned the homeowner who was taken to hospital. the hospital for Jeez. treatment. Yeah. Uh, spraying flammable, su- flammable substance in a combined area with improper ventilation is not recommended. Uh, and in fact, this apparently the fire chief said that this happens at least once a year oh, about bed bugs in particular. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about we end with this one? Police in Illinois are in the hunt for a suspect who was caught on video smashing another man's head with a bowling ball Wednesday oh. night. An attack that briefly le- left the victim in a medically induced coma. Uh, DeMonte Williams was involved in a fight at Town Hall Bowl when another man picked up a bowling ball and threw it at him, hit him in the head. Oh, my God. That's a deadly weapon. Yes, of course. Uh, Williams was taken to the medical center where he was placed in a uh, coma. Uh, The victim's mother said that her son came out of his coma around 8 a.m. on Friday and his status is improving, although slowly. She said he knew who I was, uh, but he's still not all the way there, and I would like him to be, but I know in time he'll get there. Even a small bowling ball, if thrown at your head, would do a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. The incident occurred after DeMonte allegedly bumped into someone he didn't know that night, although she still doesn't know what could have motivated her son's attacker. Uh, someone came up from behind him when a security guard was holding him and threw a bowling ball and hit him in the head. Wow. Police said anyone who recognizes the man 
that they have on security camera should uh, call them immediately. Mm. And there you go. That's what I have for you in the Bizarre File. All right, we got a party coming up. Yeah. Another good one, gang. It's uh, the Preston and Steve Sorority, Zeta Ada Pi. And this time it's Kathy's night because it is Bitch Box Part 3. Kath has uh, contacted many people's products that she uses. They've offered them up. And we have them for you in this wonderful box for you to take home and enjoy. We will get explanations of and, I guess, some uh, demonstrations of the products in action that particular night. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of people out there. They're going to bring their products, other products that they sell. And you'll actually be able to purchase additional stuff if you want to. Awesome. And we have a fashion show, too. Yep. The runway will be open. Renee James Boutique doing the fashion show. Uh, any of our uh, participants you want to mention? Yeah, Yami Bites, the Salt Cave at Doylestown and Newtown, Floral and Hardy, uh, B. Ross Jewelry, Curry Hair, Skin and Nails, uh, Stateside Vodka, and Coppola Wine all contributing. So it's on the 19th. It's at Harris, Philadelphia. And let's take uh, five callers right five now. Callers. Five ladies who are available. You have to be female, at least 21 years of age. Friend, bring the. If you bring a friend, they have to be female as well because they're going to join our sorority. 215-263-WMMR. Let's put you on the list and in the party. We're going to be back in a moment. And we've got uh, trash music news and more coming up. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do... The lesson question, trash music news, and we have a guest we're going to welcome to our studio. That is coming up in just a moment. In the meantime, let's see how closely you've been listening this morning. And for the lesson question, we're going to give away a pair of tickets as WMMR presents Collective Soul Thursday, October 3rd at the Excite Center at Parks Casino. So the question I have for you this morning, Steve has a real pain in his <clears throat> where? <laughs> Two one five two six three WMMR. You ought to know this. All right, Steve has a real pain in his <clears throat> where. Two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now. We are going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by Patient First. Another Patient First difference. Urgent care that's open eight a.m. to ten p.m. every day of the year. 19 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey Area Medical Centers. Learn more at patientfirst.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Kylie Jenner revealing in an interview that her sisters always tease her about her billionaire status, joking that she should pay for all of their vacations. Kylie says she knows it's all in good fun and just like the way every other family treats their billionaire. Sarah Palin's husband, Todd, filing for divorce after 30 years together. Sarah herself wouldn't address the development other than to describe it as a, quote, big deal. Yep. And finally, Sharon Osbourne dis- uh, debuting her new post-facelift self on the season debut of The Talk yesterday. Sharon has had so many facelifts that her former tram stamp is now a neck tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trap. All right, T. We'll see if uh, somebody happens to know the answer to today's lesson question. Uh, Steve has a real pain in his <clears throat> where. Uh, so you have to include the, yes, the throat clearing. Of course. I'm going to go to Darren. Hey, Darren. Yes. All right, Darren. Uh, Steve has a pain in his <clears throat> where? His butthole. butthole. That's correct. Yes. 
Hang on a second, Taryn. We have for you this morning a pair of tickets as WMMR presents Collective Soul Thursday, October 3rd at the Excite Center at Parks Casino. And tickets are on sale now via parkscasino.com. It's a 21 and over concert event, so keep that in mind. We will now do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Really? Yeah. Brought to you this morning by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salus University. The Pennsylvania Ear Institute offers quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert audiologists are going to help you hear your best. Visit more uh, and get information at salusuhealth.com slash PEI. Not visit more, for more information. <laughs> I got it. Thank you. All right, so Metallica played its two highly anticipated shows with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra on uh, Friday and Saturday. No, Friday and Sunday, actually. Uh, And they recreated a musical collaboration that first took place 20 years ago and was filmed and recorded back then as the S&M album and concert film. Uh, This time out, the S&M 2 shows were performed as part of the grand opening of San Francisco's new Chase Center, which is the new home of the Golden State Warriors. Both shows drew 16,000 fans, each to hear Metallica and the orchestra perform many of the same songs they did two decades ago, along with some newer cuts and rarities. Both nights saw the four members of Metallica playing on a circular, revolving stage in the center of the arena floor, surrounded by 75 members of the symphony. The three-hour concert was split into two parts and included a rendition of Anesthesia, Pulling Teeth, from Metallica's debut album, Kill Em All. Uh, The piece was performed as a solo by symphony bassist Scott Pingle as a tribute to late Metallica bassist Cliff Burton. Uh, the set was the set list was identical uh, to both nights or on both of those nights. Sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, and a film of this past weekend's concert titled S and M Two will arrive in theaters worldwide on October 9th, and it will be for a one night showing. What was that movie they did that was sort of a hybrid concert movie? It was in 3D. Yeah. that thing? I actually I ordered it. it in 3D. Yeah. And I never got the delivery of it. Yeah, it was like a, a horror film, yeah. right? With the background yeah. of the concert being there. Yeah, right. Never saw it. Uh, let's see. Kurt Cobain is being commemorated with an official apparel collection inspired by the singer's artwork and personal journal entries and curated by his daughter, Frances B. Like Visco stuff? Uh, yeah, it's, total, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. right out of the Visco. Scrunchies and stuff. Uh, the Kurt Was Here collection features T-shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies adorned with Cobain's sketches, paintings, and handwritten notes. It features more than 50 pieces in total, available in unisex sizing and styling. Now, the designs were all taken directly from uh, Kurt's original artwork and have not been edited or resized for the garments. Some of the T-shirts are placed as high as $113. Uh, the collection is a partnership between the End of Music LLC, which is the business arm of Cobain's estate, the Live Nation merch, and Live Nation merchandise. Um, so it launched on Monday at Barney's UK department store, uh, Selfridges, and online at KurtCobainShop.com. Now, while Nirvana merch and apparel featuring uh, Kurt's likeness have been a cultural staple since he took his own life in 1994... This is the first clothing collection that features his personal archive of artwork. Uh, selected paintings and sketches by Cobain have fetched tens of thousands of dollars at auction. So we'll see if the um, if the apparel takes off. Where right. does the money go to? Uh, is it? I think it's uh, for yeah, profit. It's, just, it's, it's for the LLC. You know? Oh, so right. it's, it's you know they're making money off of it. 
Slash has shot down reports that Guns N' Roses has been approached to record a new song for the upcoming movie Terminator Dark Fate. Remember we mentioned yes, this? Yes, we were kind of excited about it. Uh, well, a rumor surfaced last week that four members of the band went to a private view of, viewing of the upcoming Arnold Schwarzenegger sequel to see if they want to put a song out on the soundtrack. But during an appearance recently, Slash denied the report saying that there's nothing in the Terminator movie. Said these rumors, they take off. And then they get a life of their own, and you can't reel them in. They just sort of get tossed around in the wind. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, uh, there's nothing in there. Uh, and he said that aside from a short U.S. tour starting later this month and some possible live work next March, the band is focused on new music. He said, obviously, everybody knows that we are working on new material, which is really exciting. And so that's really primarily what the focus is. Would you ever see them in concert? Uh, you, you weren't a huge fan, right? Yeah, Kathy, I mean, you I, saw them, right? Uh, yes, I did. I mean, I, I, I like Guns N' Roses, but no, I don't yeah. have any desire to go I to didn't like, uh, where the heck did I see them? The Wherever Link. I, the Link, the yeah. Link, yeah. Yeah, it was at the Link. And where I sat, I thought it sounded terrible. Oh, that, But yeah. there were other people that were at the same show and loved it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Blink-182 has released another new track called I Really Wish I Hated You. Uh, the song is the fifth cut to be released from the band's new album, Nine, which will be available on September 20th. The album, which will be released on special limited edition colored vinyl, CD, and cassette. Cassette, okay. Mm-hmm. Is available for pre-order now. I guess they're starting to do that, right? David Lee Roth has just announced his first Las Vegas residency in nearly 25 years. Huh. He rolled out a total of nine dates for the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino's 2,500-seat House of Blues venue. Uh, he set for January 8th, 10th, and 11th, and then returning for six shows in March on the 18th, 20th, 21st, 25th, 27th, and 28th. Uh, Dave said of the upcoming Vegas run, a weekend with me is interactive way beyond just music. It starts with the best food on earth. The fellas smoke their three cigarettes for the year, and we all stay up way past our bedtime. Dave! Do you want to hear more Dave-type Sure, yeah, quotes? This, this quote. It's He's, very Gary Lauer-esque. Yeah. Uh, so, he back in May, he first revealed to Hollywood Life that uh, Diamond Dave extravaganza might be headlining Sin City. He said, I was over at the House of Blues yesterday. There's lots and lots of people requesting I kind of am the patron saint of midnight when everybody's guilty of all ages. Huh? I transcend neighborhoods. The hell is he You can talking be wearing about? a cowboy hat or you can be wearing five-inch clogs out there with sparkles in your hair. You can have dreadlocks or a crew cut. You can wear a military uniform to work or you can wear a bikini to work. And you know what David Lee Roth brings to the proceedings, okay? Profound regret. That's your standard yeah. Dave type of uh, quote. So... Uh, but he's going to Vegas, and he'll perform if you want to see it. And apparently this was just announced, a show at the Met, November 21st. Bob Dylan will be in town. And tickets go on sale next Friday, the 20th at 10 a.m. Come uh, see me at the Met. Via Ticketmaster.com. What's that? Come see me at the Met. Come see me at the Met. Come see me at the Met. He's saying, yes, uh, so, yeah, Bob Dylan, November 21st. It's right, it's at, at the Met in Philly. And... Tickets on sale. <laughs> Wrong hurricane. <laughs> Rank me like a hurricane. I thought we had Bob Dylan's hurricane, but we did not. We had the Scorpions. He covers the Scorpions. He's covering all the Scorpion songs. He'll do Winds of Change and uh, The Zoo. And... You folks like White Snake. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> he covers all hair bands. Tickets on sale next Friday, September 20th at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Don't is, worry about it. I'm done. He's my favorite great white song. 
I'm going to tell you about another show. All right. Uh, <laughs> Didn't you? Turn around, she's behind each other. Butthole! <laughs> oh, what of a generation right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you do that one more time? Well, spend time, spend time, turn around, look at you behind each other. Butthole! <laughs> What oh, is this? I don't know. That I'm is just playing not a Bob Dylan song. <laughs> yes, it is. Is it? Yeah, this is Highway 61 revisited. Oh, revisited. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't know it had. I didn't know it had little siren whistles in it. <laughs> Wee! Wee! Okay. All right. Anyhow. Oh, I, I just want to hear more Bob Dylan buttholes. I know, I know you do. Uh, but we know we, we, we... Stop it. Turn it off. <laughs> that son of a bitch won't stop playing. We need to talk about charity event that is coming up, and uh, it is a concert as well at a great venue, the World Cafe Live. Excellent. Uh, we've had the good doctor in here before, uh, and he's got uh, really close ties with uh, a guitar legend, Tom Morello, and we were interested in talking to him about that last time. Now we want to hear all about this event. It is called NED. No Evidence of Disease is the name of the band, by the way. Uh, please welcome Dr. Bob Berger yeah. to the program. Hey, Dr. Bob. How are you? Do you prefer Thank Dr. You so Bob much. or Dr. Berger? I think Dr. Bob sounds better. It rolls yeah. off the tongue a little yeah. bit better. I think so. Uh, and by the way, uh, you are the Director of Clinical Research and Fellowship Training Program in the Division of Gynecologic Oncology at UPenn. That's correct. By the way, I have a question. I have a question besides all this. Uh, when uh, when you are a fellow in the in the medical world, what what does that mean? That's post residency training. Post residency training. It, it's a subspecialty program. Okay, because I've met some fellows before, and I wasn't sure. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, <laughs> what's your story, fellow? Hey, I call them fella. Yeah, they're fellow, fellas are yeah, they're on their way times. to becoming fellows. <laughs> yes. So, how long are you a fellow? <laughs> Well, it depends on how much you want to suffer, but it's three to four years. Okay. Wow. So it's like 16 years of training altogether. It's a massive. And then once please. you do that, you can only practice for another 16 years and you're done. Yeah. No kidding. Why can you only practice for 16 years? Well, I mean, if you want to not burn out. Oh, okay. All. Got you. Got you. Right. I mean, that you, you've, spent a lot, you've spent so much time accruing the knowledge. You've eaten up a lot of time where you could be applying it. There but you, you go. But you should know what you're doing. You so, should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's what's fun about this? I mean, obviously this is a this is a serious tone to it. But what's fun about it is you guys are all doctors. There's five musicians, oncologists, surgeons. Uh, you all work together, work together. You got a band together, uh, and you do this event. Uh, which what uh, what will benefit? Uh, what's the the beneficiary from this? So the proceeds for this concert go to NOC, which is the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition, uh, the Abramson Cancer Center at Penn, and the Foundation for Women's Cancer which all support research, awareness, education around women's cancers. Abramson is a great center. I've been there a couple times when I had my uh, uh, prostate cancer and everything. You know, the facilities over there at Penn are phenomenal. And uh, as you said, with any, this whole thing, you have a charity that's serious, but the event itself is a lot of fun. Yeah, I think eradicating cancer with music is what we're all about. Yep. We've been together for 10 years and have uh, produced three albums in circulation and one on the way um 
We take it seriously. We're all, from all over the United States, and we're debuting our newest member, Gazelka, who's our fantastic new lead vocalist. Gazelka. Gazelka. That's she, a badass she name. She goes by Gazelka only. I like that. Oh, she's Brazilian. So her last name is only? No. <laughs> Gazelka. Oh, we, could, we could do that. Oh, the name's only. We could do that. Gazelka only. I like that. I'm going to run it by <laughs> Is it all original music that you guys it's play? It's all originals. Okay. We, we do some arrangements of covers upon request. Right. We're doing a show down in D.C. the night before um, and working with... Um, Melissa Etheridge. Oh, wow. she's awesome. Okay. The night before we come to Philly. And nice. you're a guitarist, correct? I'm a bass, bass. player. A bass player, okay. But does, I'll fill in wherever needed. Uh, Morello. So does he, Morello. has he ever jammed with you guys, Tom Morello? Morello has only jammed with us across studios. Okay. So he's, but he's been included, his, his work has, has appeared on your albums, his performances? Or? Yes. Oh, that's pretty so awesome. So the newest track, which is Life As It Was. Yeah. Oh, we have You guys it have it. Yeah. Okay. Are right, you want to play some of it? Play it. Yeah. Is that Gazelka? No, that is. It sounds like a dude. (laughs) That's a dude. Okay. Nice baseline there, Bob. Never seen something darker. So I am here to remind you. There is no cure for human. So is Tom on these guitar parts or does he, he pop in on the solo? He pops in pops in on the solos. And does he do his which is coming up. unique sound? Yeah, yeah you Hang on. You got to fast forward to get to that. All right, but. skip forward a little bit, Case. I do. Right. I want to. I want to hear. Uh, we're here. Uh-huh. Keep going. A little bit more. There you go. Hang on. Yeah, something after the first chorus, first chorus, and then last chorus. Coming up. Hang on. Right. I want to hear it now. Now you have to buckle, yeah, buckle up. Nope. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Hey, here we go. That looks like it's here. Okay. Give me a thumbs up. Here we go. Cool, man. Nice. Yeah, nice. we look forward to more of those projects. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, so the show is going to be September 14th. Looks like it's fairly early time. Five o'clock is when it says showtime starts. Actually, uh, general doors open at 630, downbeat at 8 o'clock. Oh, well, I'm there's way a, off There's here. a VIP ses- session at uh, 545. Okay. Well, that's worth the money, especially. But the sound is, you know. Yeah, well, if you're interested in that, you can go to the you know World Cafe website. Just right. look look at the date. 
and the information is right there, including okay. ticket info. How are we doing with uh, with cancer research and uh, you know for uh, ovarian cancer and all that? It's amazing how much progress is being made that is being translated in our laboratories into clinical trials, and we're starting to see some of the fruits from that now. I think, I mean, we've seen um, a prolongation and overall survival from this devastating disease, which grad- has gradually increased year to year based on trials, clinical trials that have completed uh, several years before. It's amazing. You see the results. So right now the average survival is about four years. And when I was training, it was probably two. Okay. Um, we, we probably haven't cured more patients. We're looking for that. Edge. Right. But we continue to push the survival curve and improve quality of life for patients with disease over time. Okay. And we're working on novel, complementary, and alternative ways to help people manage uh, during you know the time that they're being treated. Well, the stuff that's happening in the innovation is uh, you know you you'll see these things that that uh, you know especially over pen where the stuff that you would just assume is going to be a death sentence and the person has has m- more life in them and and a quality of life that's worth living. So that's uh, that's exactly where you want to go. It's just astonishing. It, it seems that you know every you turn around and there's some new innovation out of pen and it's it's great. So. Kudos to you guys. Thank yep. you so much. And I love it as Dr. Bob because he's like, I like to thrash <laughs> <laughs> on stage Terry hard. The Tom Morello. Stage yeah. dive. <laughs> Do you know Dr. Mike since you're over at Penn? You know Mike Sorigliano, our I, doctor? I, I I know of him. Yeah. I've not had the privilege. Okay. You know he's a musician, right? He, he is. Don't. plays trumpet. He plays a trumpet. He was a music major in college. Yeah. We might have to get no, him in. No, he minored. He was a music minor. Yeah, he, he, That's uh, okay. Yeah, he's damn good. Yeah. We had him play uh, Chicago, uh, Chicago song out yeah. at the uh, the camp out for hunger. And uh, yeah, he's if if you need a little bit of uh, horn love, and he was you know in a working and another doctor. Maybe he does the Rock and Docs event at yeah. World Cafe Live because oh. I've, I've I heard think... a good Chicago cover. Their two yeah, personalities might fun. even each other out. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got Mike, who's over the top. <laughs> Dr. Bob. Yeah. Well, I'm just behaving right now. Okay. okay. He's yeah. a thrasher. You, you'll yeah. cut loose on the 14th. That's yeah. what happens. Uh, by the way, details about the band and the show are on the community section of uh, WMMR.com. Uh, keep up the great work. Keep rocking. And uh, we wish you all the success in the world. Thank you so much, everyone. You bet. It's great. Dr. Bob Burger gang from the band NED. Ned. I'm sure they like to be called NED. Uh, no evidence of disease. It's all good. We're going to take a break. And we'll be back in a second. A little bit more to the A to Z when we return. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's local shots artist of the month. The Good Mess. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com keyword local shots. The Good Mess. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks our world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Nick had pulled up the Wikipedia page uh, with a little bit of uh, background on the main point. And just looking at uh, some of the names that played at that particular venue over the years is pretty amazing. The the most high-profile 
Well, for the most part, it's Bruce Springsteen because Bruce was booked there when he was nobody. Yeah. He had just gotten signed to a, a record deal, and uh, the owner had decided, and this was, uh, was it Bill Campbell? I don't yeah. remember who it was who, who uh, had booked him in particular, but was like, I like the way this guy sounds. Let's try him out. And they That's booked so him as cool. a headliner and did okay. Yeah, he did all right. He did, well, for that time, nobody knew who he was. And he just they, they said he just kind of did okay at that oh, point. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, yeah, and, just uh, the beginning. And there you go. That's uh, that's when it happened. But it goes on and on the list. Jim Croce, Cat Stevens, Linda Ronstadt, Jackson Brown, Bonnie Raitt, Allen Ginsberg. The I guess, poet. did readings there. Jimmy mm. Buffett, uh, James Taylor. Uh, the list is just massive. Edgar Winter, of course, Warren Zevon. When did it close? Uh, in 1981. Wow. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I'm looking at this huge, huge list of people. So it's uh, pretty amazing, and it's great that we have that recording. And MMR is mentioned in the uh, in the Wikipedia uh, article here. It says that um, musicians uh, gave benefit concerts for the coffee house to help it out. Of its financial straits, apparently, I don't know what point in time, maybe it was mid-70s, uh, but some of these concerts were broadcast over the local progressive rock station, WMMR. Love that. And many well-known bootleg recordings have been made from these performances. The main point, finally closes stores doors in 1981. Was that Captain Jack version that we play from time to time by Billy Joel, was that recorded there? I, I, think, I, don't, I don't know so. where did, did Lush... Mm, Mix that? On. Is Let that the one that... Pull that up because I think... Uh, does he it mention will, it? It will No, it'll he say it in the butthole. title. I know that. He does not say butthole. Oh. I don't think he does. <laughs> uh, Sigma Sound, that's what uh, it is. Oh, Sigma okay. Sound, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, awesome. And it's wonderful that we still have uh, pieces of music like that. Uh, thank you to Deeds and Watson, Real Philly Deli, oh, uh, for sponsoring today's uh, uh, food event. And we had Anna's Corner Store. Uh, they brought by wonderful food. And, of course, uh, they brought in... Uh, the amazing Caesar salad, uh, which we had made from uh, Alfie, of course, who... Um, the legend. Yeah, uh, who made it. Hang on, I'm looking. I'm, i got to make sure I get the exact information. Alfio's uh, award-winning Caesar salad, which he brought in a special bowl. This thing's massive and makes the tastiest Caesar salad I've ever had in my life. It's been recognized as such. Award-winning Caesar salad. Yes. Thank you, Marissa. Uh, so, and in fact, um, it says here, come enjoy the best Caesar salad you will ever have uh, the last Friday, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. of each month, and last Friday and Saturday of every month, yeah. and you'll see him there whipping it up. Speaking of award-winning, one or two... We and we took probably, a video of him, by the way. We should probably thank the Red Cross for coming by yesterday. Uh, they came by and brought a... Plaque, a little trophy for you guys for the oh, for uh, all of us for yeah. the blood drive yeah. that uh, it had raised the most amount of blood in one single blood drive and uh, in the whole country yeah. and so that was I don't know the award really goes out to the listeners we just kind of parked ourselves in a uh, in a warehouse for a few hours but that was kind of cool yeah so we got an award yesterday uh, one thousand four hundred forty three uh, units of blood raised at the blood drive largest in the uh, in the country so that was uh, thank you to the American Red Cross the Penn Jersey region for that awesome little um, trophy that they brought and we got jackets and we will put that into our trophy case and display as soon as all the Remodeling is done around here. We ever we are going to have a place where we can display this stuff, and you'll have to come by and see sometime. Yeah, yeah. and they Love actually it. said that the blood is still being used. It yeah, is still being used, believe it or not. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so we have uh, our good friend Brent Porsche here. 
Oh, jeez. Sorry, dude. I didn't have your mic. Come on, How man. you doing, dude? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Wonderful. We're doing great. Now, I'm wondering, going back to the main point for a second, did they reopen as the point later on? Yeah, but it was down the road a little bit, and then eventually that one closed, too. So it wasn't the same location as the original main point. Okay. And I believe that the point uh, now is like a furniture store. It's right in the corner in Bryn Mawr. But okay. same sort of deal, like coffee shop-esque yeah, kind they were, of they were going performance for space. Same kind of a vibe as, gotcha. as the main point. Um, and then uh, that was open in late 90s to maybe three, four years ago. Maybe more at this point, but anyway, it eventually closed as well. Yeah, I saw Howie Day there a number of years ago. It was really cool. Huh, nice. So, continue. Hey, real quick, I need to, to mention that we, we had a winner for Tattoos Day. Oh. It is Virginia Halperin <laughs> of Pittsgrove, New Jersey. And uh, Virginia got a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. Nice. And, of course, you can find them at 621 South 4th Street in South Philadelphia and get tattooed by the area's top. Tattoo artists like Troy Temple, and you can see his work on Instagram at Troy Temple. That's T I M P E L, as I spell his last name, or Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo.com. So, congratulations, Virginia. You get a Preston and Steve tattoo. Ain't that sweet? Uh, Brent, we need our letter. Let's go. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter I is in isolation. All right. We got a few more letters. We got a few more letters to go before we give away to the Word of the Week prize. We're going to give it away on Friday, and we'll have a pair of tickets to both local tool shows at uh, Wells Fargo Center November 18th. That's sold out. And Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City Friday, November 22nd. A limited amount of tickets remain for that one, so we will give that away on Friday. Cool. Got some good stuff in store yeah, today, man. Of course. Uh, speaking of tickets, more passes to see Robert Plant and Nathaniel Rateliff at The Man, which is one week from today. Also, Shine Down, Papa Roach, and Asking Alexandria tickets for the Hard Rock down in AC next weekend. A lot of uh, good stuff. Quite possibly wrapping up the A to Z during this uh, during Pierre's shift coming up here. And a hell huge concert announcement coming your way at noon today. Oh, you get that. I get that. Okay. I know what that is. Yeah. Good for you, man. Excited about it, man. It's going to be cool. Excellent. All right. Well, hang out for our buddy Brian Porsche. I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, Winter Airport Parking, fastest way in and out of Philly International. And Armor Metals and Recycling for all your computer and recycling needs. Uh, tomorrow uh, is 9-11, so I'm sure we'll have some things yes. to uh, talk about that. Uh, Fox Good Day, we do that on Wednesdays. And... Am I reading this correctly? Yeah. Lamar Odom's going to be on our show Whoa! tomorrow. Yeah. How about, is he pushing his book? I guess. He's on Dancing with the Stars. With the stars. Oh, All right. Yeah. That's what that's got to be. Interesting. All right, so we'll see. All, All right, man, that'll be wild. All right, those things and more. That's it. We're done. Rage on. And have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. hate you. Line. I want the bear head. Give it to me! Next message. <laughs> Today is my birthday! Today I am 50 years old. Happy birthday to me! Yeah! Next message. So I guess the people who fix State Road are just going to wait for a meteor to come down before they fix it. Fix the road! The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.